Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Rob and Nikita need a podcast, and they need your help, and you make it onto the wheel. Rob and Nikita need a podcast. That's right. Robin Akiva Need a Podcast is back. Episode number 108. Shout out to all the fans of Down the Hatch for our 108th episode. And we are here to spice up our lives. It's our all Spice Girls episode as we are going to talk about Spice World and more from everybody's favorite UK British girl brand, the Spice Girls. And now here is a man who is part of a boy band with myself and Chappelle and Brian Cohen and Puya Zambakili. Here is Uncle Kiwi, Akiva Winokur. Uh, how's it going, Pumpkin Spice? How's it going? Uh, what was the name of our... It, was our boy band Seeds Baby? What is the name? I think it's Seeds Baby. I yeah. think even if it wasn't, it is now. Seeds Although Baby! It's all on the nose. It's like we're running into the ground. That's true. We we are we are we're like Randy Bailey responding for a thousandth time. He's not going to listen to this podcast. We're running into the ground. <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you happen to see uh, Dan Sinensky, uh, who's uh, one of the most devoted Renap listeners? Mm-hmm. That uh, that he made. He wore his costume to. He was the wheel at Halloween, mm-hmm. and then yep. uh, that I, I feel like that he topped all of the uh, viral TikToks today. When he went and uh, did his Seeds Baby challenge and ran the word Seeds Baby on his GPS tracking. Yeah, it was amazing. I almost like thought it was fake. It was so good. Like if I tried you think that. It was a forgery. I don't think it was a forgery, but, I, but it's like so good. It's almost like, how do you plan that? That's crazy. Yeah. I was so impressed. All right. Last week, Akiva, you and I did uh, some uh, high stakes wagering where mm-hmm. you you and I uh, made uh, we made our bets. And that was an episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. <laughs> yep. It was an episode. Yep. Uh, already. Honestly, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Already what? You say it. You go first. Well, we were very hard on it during the episode, but we did get a lot of like you guys were too hard on yourself. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Uh, there, there was, there was, <laughs> I, I saw a lot. I yeah, saw a lot. I saw. There was a couple. People are very nice. We have very nice listeners. <laughs> there, there, that I got the sense that a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah, then I uh, got it. Yeah. Plunker. Yeah. 
Well, now Look, the pressure is on for the Spice Girls. It today. wasn't. It wasn't rock bottom, but you know, uh, you know, bottom twenty five percent episode last week. That's so. fine. That's fine. We haven't a lot of haven't had a lot of like outright stinkers recently, mm-hmm. so we could we could have one that's a, you know a, a C plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but just for the record, uh, I'm already in the clubhouse, up twenty bucks after oh, our no. Adam Sandler versus Whoopi Goldberg tweet battle. Who would be the first to tweet? Whoopi yeah. cashed in. Cha-ching, the whoopster. Yeah, the, the thing I didn't really focus on was that Whoopi does that thing where she like Instagrams and then it's like it's an auto tweet. I think her Instagrams like automatically go to Twitter, so mm. it was it was much easier for Whoopi to. Maybe that's yep. why she had four times as many tweets as Sandler. Yeah, you were on the right side of history there. Okay, all right. Um, First of many. for other tweets. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have a fifth kid yet. Mm-hmm. Nothing to report there. I'm gonna. I'll give you the update every yeah, week. Our, our other bets. Um, yeah. Yeah, on other bets, um, Mike and Puya seem very amped for that race. Yeah, that's really been sort of like the biggest takeaway is uh, mm-hmm. Puya versus Mike Bloom. Well, might need a spot on the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think they're ready to race it. I think they want to get into yeah. shape. Yeah, no, think, they're training. I, I think, you know, they probably want the vaccine first. I do think, <laughs> I don't want to be too, like, egocentric Is or there whatever. drug like, testing? They, yeah, we encourage, yeah. we encourage do, them do to Do Puya or Mike Bloom know Robinson Cano? <laughs> I encourage. Listen, um, say Cano to drugs, guys. Come on, stop yeah. it. I, I mean, I've said this a bunch. I tweeted this once that Robinson Cano and Melky Cabrera, when I went to uh, college in yeah. Washington Heights, that they they used to um, frequent a probably shouldn't even say this on the story. There were rumors that they used to frequent uh, a sneaker store on Amsterdam Avenue that didn't appear yeah. to sell sneakers. For the record, you've already told this story on a podcast. I know, but th- yeah, yeah. Well. I listen, it's our hundred eighth episode. You yeah. know, well, I know this story because you you've already told it on a podcast. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Robbie but, Cano. I, I don't mean to take the wind out of yourselves. I'm just saying you're not like, a, like I don't know if I should tell this. Like I'm, I'm just telling you, you've already told it. Oh, okay, fine. Anyway, yeah, and every, every time I, I've tweeted it before, and then I get a bunch of blue check marks in my in my mentions saying, you know, can you tell me more? And then I don't respond to them. Yeah. Okay. You have the exclusive. You could have dropped um, the Woj bomb on this. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the the other bets people uh, fine with, but yeah, the Puya Mike bet that will that will pay off big. Hopefully one day. Okay, can we continue but, but making those two guys can we add to our bets? Absolutely. Then now that we have a bet be, tracker, yeah, we could put it on the board. You could have like a board behind you, right ne- on your on your uh, like spongy audio equipment and mm-hmm. Survivor bandana. That would be cool. All right. Um, I I do think um, also those should those two guys because I do want it to happen should be the first two to get the vaccine. Just to get the race. Well, what are you worried about the vaccine for the race? Well, I don't think they want to. They don't want to race. I think until like uh, you know, until the pandemic is sort of over. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair that they're the first two to ever get the vaccine. Okay, would be great publicity for an app. Okay, and the vaccine. Okay, all right. Yeah. So let's get into talking about the Spice Girls. Okay, Akiva, do you want to uh, set up how you uh, brought in our guests here today? Yeah, honestly, a lot of times when we have something like this, like when we did with Harry Potter or Star Wars or or a few other, you know, niche things that you the, the premise is Akiva and Rob know very little about this topic and we're going to bring an expert or two to teach them. We usually have an expert picked out, but this came up on the wheel without having picked out an expert. So I tweeted out, "Do we know any uh Spice Girls super fans?" And a lot of people were like, um, "Hey, my they tagged their friend yeah, and then their friend never responded or whatever. But we did get a lot of uh, feedback. But it, but I I wanted a I wanted to like really suss out and make sure that they were super fans. So uh, we had one person, and I also liked if people weren't super desperate. So one of our guests, their friend tagged them, 
and said, oh, they'd be interested. And um, well, I think they know you exist. I don't think they're a listener to this podcast. So mm-hmm. that is that is uh, our our new friend, Brett Ashley Hawkins, Spice Girl super fan. I'm sorry. I'll try to listen more. <laughs> OK, that's OK. Brett, how are you? Excellent. How are how are both of you doing? Do, very, no, Brett, did, did you know Akiva existed? I knew Akiva existed. Yeah. I could not. I couldn't pick Akiva out of a lineup, but I knew the podcast existed. Yeah, through, many of uh, our listeners can't, by the way. And I, and I and I I listen to a lot of talking with T Bird, uh, yes. and I've been to Know It Alls yes. a couple times. Yes. But uh, this this listening uh, yes. to Star Wars podcast in preparation of this was my first foray into Robin Akiva Need a podcast. Okay. Also, that Akiva that it, mm-hmm. it, with your face blindness, could you pick yourself out of a lineup? Not probably not. Yeah, I probably couldn't. But no, most people couldn't. I mean, it'd be very weird to encounter yourself, just like you're in Penn Station and like, oh, look, there's me. You'd it would be very strange. I don't think strange. anybody could. You would you recognize yourself if you walk by yourself? Hmm. <laughs> that put that on the next census. Okay. Add that to the question. <laughs> All right, perfect. Brett, would you would you recognize yourself if you walk past yourself? No, I have a very bland look about me, so I'm sure I like I, I could pass like Chris Colfer from Glee, and I would just like. Assume it was a mirror image. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Brett, uh, what part of the world do you live in? Uh, I'm not too far from you. I'm in Long Beach, California. Oh, very nice. Okay. All right. And could you give us a little bit of your Spice Girls backstory? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, listen to it as a little kid, just growing up in the 90s. I'm 30, born in 1990, for your reference. And uh, I probably the peak of my uh, Spice Girls fandom was... One night, like maybe in middle school or high school, um, I was up late and the movie, the Spice World movie was on HBO and I had completely forgotten about the Spice Girls because their, their time had passed for the moment and it sort of just awakened a nostalgia bit. And so then I did more research into uh, a third album that I didn't know existed and their solo careers and stuff like that. And uh, just a combination of the nostalgia and the um, feminine positive and uh, just general positivity movement that they suggested with their with their messages of their songs uh just kind of kept the train running for the last decade or so okay all right well we're very happy to have you here and uh, i think rob if i'm not mistaken brett didn't you fly to london for a spice girls reunion i did i did so like uh the first reunion tour they had was in 2007 and uh fortunately they came to the staples center so no not a lot of travel was required uh, but in 2019, they did a second reunion tour uh, with 80% of the lineup, and um, they only were doing it in the UK and Ireland. So I made a bet with myself saying, hey, if you can get a ticket, book the trip. I did study abroad in the UK uh, about seven years ago. So well, I knew the language, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I was good with that. Um, so I had plenty of people that I could visit, and it was just kind of like I needed the excuse to go. So if I paid for the ticket and secured the ticket... All right, book the trip. You have no excuse now. Okay. Bet with yourself. That's what we should have done last week, Rob. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see uh, that, uh, who would win all the bets with ourselves. I guess uh, there's a winner and a loser every single time. It's hard to come out on top. Uh, um, yeah. Listen, you 50-50 it. Um, and Rob, our other guest yes. uh, also was recommended at first by a friend, but a very good friend. The other, the other um, guest friend, uh, whose name I'm playing on right now, Gave me slid into slid into my Instagram DMs first of all, which very few people do. I'm not Whoa. a big Instagram person, and they gave me the whole CV of their of their friend Jillian. Uh, not to be confused with the great Jillian who uh, put together the Royal Rumble a few weeks ago. Yes, um, that's, different that's we have Jill. different yeah. Jillians, and then um, we 
um, what's it called? They said, here's this podcast that they were on about a museum. They killed it. They killed it. And I said, like, I will have Jillian on the podcast if you promise I do not have to listen to the, the museum podcast as a test run. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she gave me the whole CV. Uh, Jillian, you know, is a Spice Girl super fan with a great friend. So Jillian, I guess, uh, welcome, welcome to the show as our other uh, Spice yes. Girl super fan. Hi, Hi Jillian. Jillian, so do you have any sort of idea what, what this show is? Yeah, I actually am a day one listener oh. uh, of Robin and Kiva Neo podcast. I mean, it sounds like that you were gone... like a rando. No, 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 no. Um, a my, museum podcast my... lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, although you famously hate museums, the two of mm, you, uh, museums do love Renap. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, 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 we're still fans. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my friend Alyssa, who is a patron of Rob's podcast and uh, uh, got me into Survivor, uh, bet me. More said, so much oh, betting. I, you know, what a betting. Yeah. yeah well, uh, and she said, you know, I think you should be do this. You'd be great for it. I didn't really want to do it because, like Akiva said, I know that, well, not even the pressure. Although, thank you for saying that this there's a lot of pressure for this podcast to do well since the last one sucked. So that was yeah. a lot of my shoulders. Um, bottom but, 25 episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, she, uh, I, I didn't like Akiva said, I know that you guys don't like people who are very thirsty and I've, uh, pitched Akiva few... said that. I like people who are very thirsty. <laughs> I like the desperation. All right, all right. It makes well, me desperate. feel appreciated. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but I've like pitched a few Renap episode ideas in the knife that have never um, gotten on the podcast. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. But I saw Akiva had tweeted, you know, two days after the podcast last week, if you want to do it, slide into my DM. So I dm'd him and i told my friend Alyssa, yeah. and she then sent me the screenshots of of your of your uh conversation which really embarrassed me those were yeah those were very private i'm i'm disappointed that Alyssa shared them. okay <laughs> wait but uh, by the way rob jillian said that she uh pitched to no avail but i believe just doing a quick jillian google search as we're talking here i think um jillian oh maybe it wasn't your idea but jillian did pitch Robin Akiva get dragged also. Although maybe it was Grace who got the got the final pitch. Can I read you, Rob? Can I read you uh, Jillian's other two oh, pitches God. that she's... I, I have three emails from Jillian to the Renap email account. Yes. Can I read you those? Okay. Yes. Sorry, Jillian. I'm embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Akiva free Britney. Uh, podcast episode pitch from... Uh, that we're basically... We, we, it's this idea, but with Britney Spears instead of... Yeah. A little late um, on that. Yeah. Yeah. A little late. And then, and then she follows up with my friend Alyssa thought I should... Did you just do whatever Alyssa says? <laughs> Alyssa thought I should follow up with this disclaimer. It's not making fun of Alyssa, her. Okay. Alyssa is the embodiment of the you're doing amazing, sweetie, gif. Like, mm-hmm. she is like the friend that will hype you up and tell mm-hmm. you that everything you think is a great idea. Uh, Rob, and the other idea, almost one year to the day, Jillian pitched Rob and Akiva join a cult. Oh, I guess we're which one? The sociological... Uh, well, we one of her suggestions was we start a cult, but the yeah. other one was we could talk yeah. about famous cults and then pick one to join. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's interesting. 
Um, I said no death cults. No death cults. All right. But Jillian, could you just give us your, I know Akiva has gotten your whole CV, but what is your (laughs) Spice Girls backstory other than you were on a museum podcast to talk about them? (laughs) So uh, like Brett, I am sort of smack dab in the middle of the millennial generation. I'm 31, born in 1989. And uh, yeah, grew up with the Spice Girls. I think I was seven when their first album, Spice, came out. It was actually the second CD I ever had. Uh, my aunt got it for me for Christmas. Uh, you know, did all the talent show choreography to Spice Girls. Uh, saw Spice World in the theaters multiple times. Multiple you know, it was times. required watching. <laughs> yes, exactly. Think about my parents, my poor parents having to take me to that. Uh, but yeah, they, you know, required watching at, at, uh, sleepovers. Um, I've followed their careers. I've bought, uh, Victoria Beckham's very expensive $250 for two ounces, uh, moisturizer that she wow. put out a few years ago. So, wow. um, I'm Museum definitely must be yeah. good nowadays. So <laughs> that it really seems like that the Spice Girls for you, Jillian, have combined two of your interests, the Spice Girls and cults to that. You are buying <laughs> $250 yes. moisturizer from Posh Spice. Yes. Like, like any self-respecting millennial, I am in the cult of nostalgia. Like yes. I love anything that happened. Like, I could not tell you what the top any top forty song is today, but I can tell Jillian, you who on. was top forty December nineteen ninety nine. Like I <laughs> sounds like I you love, are a Rob and a Keep Need a Podcast listener. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then I, I guess uh, we're going to start with uh, hearing about the rise of. The Spice Girls. Uh, can you just give us real quick the pitch for this uh, to go on the wheel? Could you just give us uh, the the setup for that? How did Rob Nakiva spice up their lives become a thing? Um, I don't even remember who pitched it, but I think, again, this was very much... But it wasn't Jillian. In, no, it was not Jillian. It was not Jillian. I think it was pitched so long ago that by the time it came up or something, we... we uh, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. <sighs> Did, did, I think, here's what happened. Maybe it came up organically because when I went to check, it was not in my email. I wonder if it was a Twitter suggestion. Um, I don't think so. I think it came up on an episode in the mailbag and you were like, ooh, let's do that. Okay. Fair enough. Did someone suggest it as like a crappy movie or something? Hmm. I know. Yeah. Me, I think it was in the crappy movie diaper. And then this is, you know, Brett is, is, is listening maybe uh, and, and thinks we're weird. They, it, I think it was in the crappy movie diaper and then it somehow became its own episode at some point. Okay. All right. That's my guess. Because so, I don't see it anywhere. Jillian, could you give us the backstory of how did the Spice Girls become a thing? Were, the, were these five friends who decided, hey, let's take the UK by storm or were they packaged together like so many of these uh, different bands have been over the years? Yeah, so they were totally um, a studio sort of packaged, go to a audition type group. Uh, but they did have autonomy and independence, which which we'll kind of talk about with their with their rise. Please go go on. <laughs> Tell us more. So they <laughs> uh, so they were founded in uh, 1994, 
and uh, their members are Melanie Brown, also known as Mel B, Mm -hmm. and also known as Scary Spice. Yeah, Uh, Melanie Chisholm, who's the Mel C Sporty Spice. By the way, Akiva, could you believe they took two Melanies? That uh, I feel like that of all uh, is is that a Brett? Do you know is that is Melanie a very common name in the UK? They almost had three, actually. Only three Melanies? Almost, but not quite. Because, uh, Akiva, I don't know if you know this about me, but this happened to Mm -hmm. me one time where that I was always Rob, and then I went somewhere and there was another Rob, and they said to me, oh, you're Rob C now. Sounds fake. We Mm -hmm. can decide which one of them is Purple Melanie later. Yeah. But what if if they just found five Melanies, and then the band was called, like, Melanie's Melodies or something? (laughs) That would be very late 90s. Mm. Heather's and... Yeah, they, the the Mel C and Mel B, I think people get very confused and why they then go to their sporty, scary monikers, which... Oh, is um, that why you know, they had to come it, up with nicknames? Because they had two Melanies. Yeah, oh. I think it was like a... <laughs> yeah, you just the, like maybe the biggest mystery in the history of the world, Rob. It was... This it was, was, that was my mind. Antonio's done on Conspiracy. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> they wouldn't have succeeded unless that. they had two Melanies. They wanted to brand the band and, and make it easy for the British paper paparazzi to shout out their names. And having two Melanies just wouldn't do. Of course, you had to call the only black woman uh, in the group Scary Spice because because that's, uh, yeah. you know, Jillian, something that's not well, racist. Can, can you speak to that? That did did the Spice Girls get to choose their name or was it like is there some sort of like naming ceremony of like uh you know we shall call you and they get and there was a ceremony and they gave them you shall be sporty spice i mean it was the ceremony of baptism by the british tabloids yes Uh, oh they, they uh you know each had these uh, very um, specific look and feel, you know, and you see it in the movie, right? That, yes. that scary spice that Mel, Mel B is always wearing animal print and, and kind of growling and stuff. And that was happening when they came out, when they debuted with Wannabe. And then a British magazine called Top of the Pops, which was one of those teeny bopper magazines, uh, was actually the ones that gave them the nicknames. And that was supposed to be shorthand uh, for basically based on their appearance yes. uh, and, and the things that they wore. Brett, and then the Spice Girls just adopted the the nicknames that the tabloids gave them? Yeah, I think I think it was because it was good marketing. There were so many different merchandising opportunities that came with that. Their management was probably Simon Fuller. He was probably ecstatic the, the moment that that happened. Uh, was thrilled that the press did it. It wasn't so much of like a flavor of love sort of naming ceremony to yes. it. But uh, yeah, it um, it it sort of just happened organically, and they decided let's lean into it. We'll have even more sales, and let's really pump up the volume and embrace these caricatures and just like really be the most augmented versions of our silliest selves. Hmm. Yeah, this is wild. I had no idea about this. Yeah, and I think it was a little bit uh, similar to when the Beatles debuted. You know, there was a shy one, there was a loud one, there was a fashionable one. And Ringo. And so it was sort of like you knew girls like them, and then you could also, there was at least one girl that you could relate to. So when I was growing up, I really wanted to be Baby Spice because uh, I was 
kind of a baby. I was seven years old when they came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like stuffed animals and lollipops and, and those sorts of things. So. Children, children would make believe that they were members of the Spice Girls. And it was like, okay, you're going to be sporty and you're going to be scary and whatever. Kind of the same way that they would make believe with Power Rangers or Sailor Moon or anything where you can kind of assign roles to everyone in the group to form one super group together. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they were the Spice Girls in their formation, or that was also a nickname that was given to them? No, so they actually started out um, as called the band Touch, uh, and then they quickly Just the word Touch or the band Touch? Touch, just Touch. That explains something um, in the movie, and then we'll they, get that later. And then they changed the their name to uh, to Spice, and then before they actually were released they were the Spice Girls. That was a Simon Fuller uh, at addition. So they had been um, discovered by a father-son team called uh, the Herberts, uh, Bob and Chris Herbert. And uh, they were the ones that ran this audition looking for five girls to create a girl group. And at the time in the UK, all it was was boy bands. That's it. It was boy bands. Um, in the United States, New Kids on the Block was very famous. Hit a uh, bunch of hits. R&B, yeah, R&B uh, did have some girl groups. You know, Escape is yes. a very famous girl group from this time. TLC. But in terms of pop music, SWV. it was really... <laughs> yes, TL3LW. Uh, so, but in terms of pop music, it was really about the boys. And so the Spice Girls were put together as sort of this uh, idea of having uh, three wi- or five women who were all on equal playing field. There's no leader, there's no lead singer. Um, they all contribute equally. Their choreography, one is not above the other. In the movie, you oftentimes see them standing like shoulder to shoulder to make sure that they're very flat. Yeah. This is not a Beyonce and Destiny's Child situation. Mm-hmm. Now, Brett, behind the scenes, that did they get along at, at, to start? Uh, sure, but you get any five people together and there's bound to be certain dynamics in which people will assert some, some sort of dominance or have some sort of like squabbles here and there. Originally, when uh, the girls were packaged together by uh, Bob and Chris Herbert, they all were um, rented a house by them and they all lived a house and a couple of them shared rooms and different dynamics based on who was the eldest, who was the youngest, uh, who was the loudest, etc. Those things came into play and you have people like uh, Jerry Hallowell, Ginger Spice, and uh, Melanie Brown, Scary Spice, probably being the loudest voices and the mm. most fractious of the bunch. And then you have people who are more uh, uh, low maintenance, like Sporty Spice, Mel C, and uh, Emma Buntins, uh, Baby Spice, who are just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Akiva, should we get a house for our uh, man band? What we discussed last week doing like a big podcast house type thing where yeah. we have like, uh, you know, maybe a weekend retreat or something. But yeah, I think our man band, that would be... A, or so it's me, you, Chappelle, Brian Cohn, Puya. Mm-hmm. And then I guess... I think maybe Jordan Kalish is the manager, we said, or something. Or because it's if it was called Seeds Baby. I think that would be a good crew. Yeah. We put a few cameras the, in there. We'd have fun. Who would be the Mr. Step? You know, the in the movie Spice World, the girls go to a house where they're going to a boot, a dancing boot camp. Who's the, who's the boot drill instructor for... 
that's, for this boy band. That's teaching us to dance. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I think Chester. <laughs> oh, that would be good. He'd be a good as like the as the guy who you know the puppet master behind the scenes. Um. Uh. Yeah. I really, Rob. I I, I wanted to know about your uh sort of experience with the Spice Girls before the movie. Yeah. Could you have named all four five Spice Girls by their yes. Spice nicknames, not their yes. not their legal names? You could have. Yes, I could have. Yeah. I was really struggling today to get a fifth, and I missed Baby Spice. Yeah, no, I, oh, wow. I, 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 I knew them. Like, I felt like that this was like an impressive piece of trivia to have down in 1997. So the ladies like that when you knew it. You're saying, yeah, I feel like it was a like a as somebody who is a big fan of pop culture. I think knowing mm-hmm. the identity of the five Spice Girls was kind of a crucial piece of information to have in 1997. That's exactly it. You know, this there. They're sort of the pinnacle of this uh, late 90s sort of pop culture explosion that happens all over the globe where all of a sudden these uh, folks who have, let's say, minimal talent, uh, realistically, uh, are uh, just rocketed up into the stratosphere Mm -hmm. of, of superstardom. Uh, just because they're marketed the right way and they have all these sort of branding and sponsorship uh, uh, opportunities. Okay, so where's the big break for the Spice Girls? It's just that the tabloids are following them? No, so uh, while they're in the house, uh, you know, learning their steps and writing songs, uh, they start doing showcases for record labels and they feel like the Herberts aren't like, good enough for their talent. And so in the middle of the night, this is what the girls say, they uh, pack up all their stuff and they steal their demo tapes and hit the road and try and find better management. So they leave the, the, the gentleman who is responsible for putting them together. Justin and, Herbert. Uh, right. <laughs> and take and, 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 and go off on their own. And they meet Simon Fuller, who is, uh, would later go on to co-create the Idol franchise yes. with, mm-hmm. with uh, Renap alum Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so he was one of these people that the, the idea of the Spice Girls, that you could take a relative unknown and make them a superstar, sort of inspired him for the idol franchise and simon fuller was the one who you know jerry uh was was the was really into this idea of girl power and using feminism as sort of a core uh value of the group and and women empowerment but simon fuller was the one that really molded their looks and and made sure that each of the bandmates had their own distinct identity that we that we kind of know them as today okay and and then brett what's their biggest first hit that happens i mean easily uh want to be because that's actually what happened uh but originally the record label wanted them to put out a song called love thing uh which is on their first album but was never released as a single Mm -hmm. Uh, the record label wanted to put that song out as the first single and the girls made the executive decision and they let them go with it they said, no, 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 wannabe is the one. We have to do wannabe. That, it's non-negotiable. We're just doing it. And they let them go off their hunch. And back in the 90s, uh, 
uh, new singles didn't do what they do now, where nowadays singles typically enter at their peak and then drop steadily. Typically, uh, singles don't rise to, you know, up the charts. Uh, back in the 90s, it was it was not uncommon for singles to enter uh, at number like 20 and then the next week be 13 and the next week be four and so on. So they entered, I think, originally at number three. And then the following week, uh, they were at number one and they held that number one spot for, I think, at least seven weeks. And Jillian, how fast between them hitting number one on the charts do we get the Spice World movie? which is going to debut in the UK, at least in December of 1997. This is a very fast rise from the charts to the box office. So uh, Wannabe debuted in July of 1996. And uh, then they come out with their other singles, Say You Will Be There and To Become One. Both of these like girl power. Akiva, do you know what that song anthems. to become one is about? <laughs> Tell us. A lot of people, some people don't know. A lot of people don't know that there's like a yeah that, that there's actually that it's that it's an inappropriate song to become. I one. didn't know that. Yeah. Now I'm gonna listen again with that. Listen knowledge. again with the lyrics. Well, like it's gonna blow your mind. Well, my favorite line is uh, "Be a little bit wiser, baby. Put it on, put it on," which is a, a safe sex. Uh, mantra uh, that 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 they that I was singing when I was seven yeah. years old. So. This is a safe sex <laughs> podcast, by the way. Yeah, pro safe sex. Um, yeah, so they, wear a mask. They took also, on this, yeah, <laughs> wear can't a be mask. safe enough. Right, wrap everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe they haven't used that like on their Instagram in the past year. That would have been genius. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put mm-hmm. it on, put it on. We need a we need a Spice Girls PSA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would that come from? Um, Ginger Spice that she is the one who seems to have all the information. Yeah, probably. She, she is she yeah, is spoken. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I although I don't know, she might be like a kind of like a secret Brexiter. Oh, um, like I, <laughs> I don't know. Are we Have we come out again uh, as an official podcast <laughs> policy on this? It's a good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, okay. um, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know I don't anything know about what, Brexit. Mm. I don't know what her mask. Her mask uh, feelings are. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yes. So they 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 were this cultural phenomenon, and we should say they didn't tour. They didn't have a tour. They 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 didn't really perform outside of like television appearances. Um, they did smaller sort of in studio stuff, but their first big tour was actually after Spice World. Hmm. That was the first time they did like a like a proper tour with with stadiums, and I think that's weird for today because. The way that musicians make their money today is from touring. Well, the movie you know? depicts them on tour, so the movie is uh, fictitious, not well, based movie, on a true story. The movie, the movie portrays them as doing several like one-off television appearances, things like that, leading up to their first full-fledged concert at the Royal Albert Hall. Right? It's not really a tour, right, Rob? It's it's yeah. it's like it, it's almost like why are, I was watching a thing. Why are they putting so much effort into one gig? You know, most people don't prepare for weeks for one gig. It's usually a tour. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a it was a little bit autobiographical in that the the Spice Girls uh, were leading up to. So one of their big endorsements was Pepsi. 
their their Generation Next Pepsi uh, yes. uh, endorsement uh, that actually increased Is that like Generation Pepsi K? sales by five. <laughs> I don't know Generation K. What is that? Yeah, let's not talk about it. It's painful. Okay. <laughs> Um, but this, 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 they had this, uh, well, Akiva, should this, Generation K have had nicknames? Um, Lefty, you, Lefty K. Mm-hmm. Easy Spice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Natural Spice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. So go, go ahead, Jillian. I'm sorry to interrupt you with, no, the, no, with our stupid okay. banter. No. Yes. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, this is why I love the podcast. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, you know, had this big Pepsi endorsement. Pepsi sales actually went up 5% oh. in 1997 just from the Spice Girls. Uh, it was considered to be very, very successful. And their, the culmination of the sponsorship was a live concert in Istanbul that was going to be um, on television. And so the concert at the end of Spice World is is sort of I think supposed to be representing this big Istanbul concert that they put on right when the movie premiered. Okay, all right. Should we talk about the movie? And Brett, anything other we're missing yet? Pre movie? No. Jillian did a wonderful job. Okay. Um, I did want to say a few things. Sorry. Yes. Uh, the one of the the Spice Girls greatest sort of tabloid moments was when they met Prince Charles for the first time. Oh, is that going to be on the crown? And, yes. Next I, season? I hope so. Season that five? That would be great. Season five on the crown. Um, Mel B and Jerry kissed Prince Charles uh, the, uh, when they met him. And then Jerry also pinched his butt. Like in front of the paparazzi, mm. in front of the, the photo lineup. She gave him a little. How did Princess Di react to that at the time? They were already divorced, oh, so so Prince okay. Charles was sort of like a man about the town, and so I think he was sort of remaking cat. his uh, his uh, brand himself mm-hmm. to be a little bit more likable, and 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 so getting uh, together with the most famous five women in the world. That standard for feminism and girl power yes. was was a great PR choice for him. Yeah, Brett. Uh, let me just ask you also uh, before the movie comes out: uh, it, it, do, Are they super popular in the UK? And then does it take a while for them to develop a US fan base, or is it happening all at once? They they took they took like a minute to kind of permeate over because a lot of the uh, there's a lot of apprehension about translating UK talent into the US market and the Spice Girls were like the biggest uh, pop group since the Beatles to be able to shatter that barrier that seemed otherwise impenetrable. Wow, Akiva, can you believe that bigger than Oasis? <laughs> uh, well. It's funny because I, I like Brett's right. Like obviously, there was the British bands made it over in the sixties and seventies, but I, there was a, like a not an anti-Britishness in the nineties. But I, I, I get why. Like, yeah, well, that that for sure. Um, I I just I, I think like there was a stretch there where very few Brit like oh, you know outwardly because there's a lot of British rock bands that are making it you know pretty soon afterwards. But that you know those are less obviously British than like five women with like thick British accents. Um, so I could see why it took a second, but it, uh, right. Like you said, if, from my perspective, they were, they were already pretty big, even though I was not paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah. And in the late nineties, um, 
you know, the, the Spice Girls came out and then you had this rush of, of interest in British culture. You know, Tony Blair was the prime minister. Hugh Grant was the biggest person in Hollywood. Uh, you know, Vivian Westwood was the number one designer in the world. Princess Di was still alive and on the cover of every magazine. So it was sort of like the Spice Girls uh, brought back sort of this 1960s uh, British cool uh, with their Union Jack dresses and and their their sort of bad behavior. Yeah, it'd be only a couple more years till Austin Powers took uh, movie audiences by storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and then right before the movie, Victoria actually got engaged to uh, David Beckham. Uh, so this was they were, and he was one of the most famous uh, sports stars in the world. So they they really were. Like the A list yeah. of the A list celebrities. He actually, Austin Powers uh, would come out uh, before Spice World. Yeah, May Austin Powers was, was a rare movie that I think took like a few weeks to become a big hit. If I remember yeah, correctly, it looks also. like that. Um, it it actually only grossed uh, sixty seven million dollars at the box office. I wonder if it was a bigger hit on uh, VHS and uh, DVD ultimately. I think it was a little bit because I remember on my eighth grade trip, like the like the kids who like knew more about certain things were talking about it, and I'd never heard of it. And it had already been out for a couple of weeks, but then like a few yeah. weeks later, everyone was watching it. So I think the I second think one was actually bird. a much bigger uh, box office hit. Yeah, the second one ends up doing uh, three hundred twelve million dollars at the box office. Yeah, the nineties loved a parody, loved like these meta movies like Scream and Spice Girls and. And and Austin Powers, where the fourth wall was being broken, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of self reference in them. Uh, I think that's like something that that you saw a lot during that time period. Okay, so let's talk about Spice World because first off, let me just say about Spice World, I <laughs> I found Spice World to be one of the most difficult movies to track down that we and we've watched a ton of movies on this podcast, and I, I found it to be almost impossible to come by. Right. Well, what is going on? Why can't you get Spice World anywhere? Is it the music clearance? Yeah, I don't know why it's out of print personally, because I, I didn't realize this until uh, a coworker had told me that their sister asked for the DVD for Christmas. And it was an incredibly difficult DVD to track down. And I and I remember when I bought it, it was like in the like the four dollar and ninety nine cent bin at Target. So I was like, are you sh- are you sure you're, you just yeah. didn't Google it? correctly but yeah it must, it must be something with the licensing it's not on amazon or sorry it's not on apple movies it's not on amazon prime it's not on any streaming service akiva uh yeah luckily the podcasters guild came through for us again yes because uh it was hard for me to find it the podcasters guild uh was able to come through but uh jillian this was a major struggle to to find it. Do you think is there any one of the uh, Spice Girls in particular that wanted to make sure that this is not in circulation? I would say probably, even though she's my favorite one in the movie, Victoria Beckham is now like a mega Litigious. star, and very yeah. uh, very serious. Um, I also think probably they're waiting out for the big Netflix money. Um, because it was right around their reunion, it was on Netflix so yes. in like the 2018 2019 time period. And I feel like they're doing like a homecoming type, like we want the the big Netflix money to release, you know, that 
you know, one of their other documentaries that they did and maybe like a concert film based on the, the, the new okay, they're playing a long game. tour. Maybe. Okay. All right. They're good at merchandising. <laughs> well, all right. Let, let's talk about Spice World. You know, had you seen Spice World? I guess let me, let me not bury the lead here. I okay. watched this film, as I call it. <laughs> no. Not a movie, a film. Mm-hmm. And like every movie I see, because I'm a little bit uh, weird with these things, I went to give it a rating after I finished IMDb, because every movie I've watched since 1997, I've gone to, or 98, I've gone to IMDb and given a rating. So I can remember that I watch it, whatever. I like having a, I'm not fully Chester, but I like having charts about things. And I went to give it a one out of 10, which is the lowest score you can give a movie. Yeah. For reference, the only movies I've ever given a one out of 10 to, as I look now at IMDb, are Rob Schneider's The Animal, which we watched yep. for this podcast, <laughs> uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, hmm. which was a also late, has animals. Um, yeah. Yes. And uh, telling you a very small movie starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, I have no recollection of seeing it or why I saw it. Um, but uh, I would think it would be with a with a girl, but then it was 1997. There was no way there was a girl involved. <laughs> um, uh, so I okay, fine. And just out of curiosity, Rob, I went to see the movies that I'd given a two out of ten to, and those were Scary Movie Two, Seven Years in Tibet, Jerry Springer's The Ringmaster, Howard the Duck, Speed Two, Cruise Control, and this movie. I've seen it before. I have no <laughs> recollection. And your rating went down. Not to bury yeah, my rating went down. I gave it. I gave it a 2 out of 10. Oh, I get it now. Two becomes one. It all makes (laughs) sense. That's right. That's right. I have zero recollection. There wasn't one thing in the whole movie that rang a bell. If you had said, have you ever seen this movie? Like, maybe I passed it on HBO. But I will not rate a movie because I'm crazy unless I've seen it start to finish. If I I only watch half. So I've seen this entire movie and I did not remember one thing about it. Wow, this is so interesting because I didn't know about this IMDb thing. Yeah. You've never yeah, 20, told that story before. I think I have. I think I've mentioned, but it's not interesting, so you never notice. Hmm, like, I think it's. I, I feel like that would stick with me. Okay, maybe I mentioned. Let, it on maybe fans, let, but, let some of the Akiva historians weigh in on this. Yes. as he told that story before. Yes, let's ask Kaya. Kaya would normally remember these. Yes. Things. Wow. So, um, I don't recall this. So yeah, yeah but yeah, I have twenty-two years of IMDb movies on my. Ask me any movie, and uh, I'll find it. So. Uh, Wow, and Akiva's yeah. really down on on the movie, and I gotta be honest, Julian and Brett, uh-huh. I, I was I, I love a bad movie, and I struggled with this that yeah. uh, that this was like I, I did not could not even follow. There is like not even like a plot to follow. That this is a fever dream here. Uh, this is almost like it's like the like um, I'm not sure if I have a better reference. This is like it's like the Kentucky Fried movie. It's just like a bunch of sketches. Yeah, it's just like a a a, a long sort of skit after skit. It was like a variety skit. show. It really, it really is with music. I mean, you know, it it's. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen the Beatles' "A Hard Day's Night." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> deep cut, I guess. Uh, but it's it's very similar in that it's a dumb movie that's like semi autobiographical. That's really just for the soundtrack yeah. and for the super fans um, and, and, and the marketing. But you said you know this by movie by heart, Jillian, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Brett can wait in here. I, I'm not, I'm not like going to say that this is. No, we're not turning on you, Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> you <would> love it. <laughs> the, 
the best movie ever. Um, you know, it's not definitely not one of my favorite movies ever, but I do love it for its camp. It's a cult. It's a cult uh, uh, film. It really is. And if you're not one of the demographics that it mm-hmm. was supposed to be geared Out of the towards. Demo, like young girls, young femme identified folks. Um, uh, I think that, you know, it, it can be a little bit difficult to get into just because it is very sort of light and frivolous and has a lot of these sort of like popcorn scenes that don't really seem like they have anything to do. If they made this movie, Rob, with you, with Billy Joel, wherever your favorite band is, (laughs) you wouldn't say it's a good movie. But at least you'd probably be able to appreciate, like, oh, I get to hear all these songs, yeah, and you know what I mean. I, I guess so. If it was a concert, that would be that would be different. But I, and I'm not exactly Sid Field here. But Brett, is there a beginning, middle, and end to this movie? Could you just take this movie and just j- shuffle the scenes, and would it be any different? Why well, ask questions you already know the answer to, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody drop the script at some point and just put back the pages together? Yeah, and I, I, was, I was going to ask because uh, uh, Akiva Kaya told me that that you have uh, children, and I know Rob that you have children. I was curious if either of you deemed to watch it with your kids because that's probably when Jill- Jillian and I saw it mm-hmm. for the first time when growing up, and so now it's like you have you have the the pop culture memory and the nostalgia. Uh, and and you just remember what it felt like then, and so it's kind of like it kind of feels like home watching it. Um, at the same time, when it comes to introducing new people to the movie Spice World, uh, I have I have a concept which I call Ma goggles, and Ma goggles are there was that movie Ma that came out with Octavia Spencer last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone saw it. Not, not Ma Ma Ga goggles. M A M A M A G O. Octavia Spencer, Allison Janney, Juliette Lewis, and it was like this thriller about uh, uh octavia spencer was this uh kid who was or was this was this lady who was a loser in high school who tries to get revenge on all of the people that tormented her, her in high school by befriending their children and giving them a place to drink um and it was this completely bonkers movie that made not a lot of sense mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous but i loved it because for what i was in the mood for at the time it made sense and so I think if you go into Spice World thinking that if, if you go in with the lens of I'm going to adjudicate this the way that I would Schindler's List or Titanic, you're saying, oh, no, like, but just to, <laughs> just to be clear, just to be clear, I was ready to Schindler's hold List up. is better than Spice World. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and Spice World should not be three hours. But uh, right. I was ready to hold this up to the uh, same pantheon of past crappy movies that we've talked about on this podcast, like Eddie. And Leprechaun Three, and <laughs> I felt worse. like th- those were cinematic masterpieces. Yeah, this is the worst movie we've seen so far, Rob. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, um, Roger Ebert gave it a half star. Yeah. So uh, can I, I read see- some of Roger Ebert quotes, Rob? Because sure. I read the whole review. It is wild. Because I, I was so actually crazy, surprised yeah. because it has a thirty-four percent on the tomato meter, yeah. which I thought was actually yeah. kind of balmy and high. Yeah, Roger yeah. Ebert, he he said that it was one of his most hated movies of mm-hmm. all time. Wait, wait, so can I read a couple of these lines? Yes, please. This review, yeah. And I like Ebert. This review is wild. He says, um, the, he, he, of course, he compares it to A Long Day's Night, the Beatles movie, which every review talks about because I guess the, mm-hmm. yeah, the most hard, hard day's memorable cop. Hard Day's Night. He says the huge difference, of course, is that the Beatles were talented while, let's face it, the Spice Girls could be duplicated by any five women under the age of 30 standing in line at Dunkin' Donuts. 
That's what Ebert said. By the way, is he the women in Liberty, Yeah, whatever. No, he's a Chicago guy. He's hmm. a Chicago guy. Yeah. The women at the wow. Dunkin' Donuts in Chicago must be very attractive, first of all. Any five women. <laughs> yeah, it's pre-Starbucks, um, I guess. Yes. The, the Beatles film played off the personalities of the, of the Beatles. The Spice Girls, he says, have no personalities. Their bodies Not are true. carriers for inane chatter. The Beatles film had such great music that every song in it is beloved all over the world. The Spice Girls music is so bad that even Spice World avoids using any more of it than absolutely necessary. Hmm. Okay. What would Siskel say? Was Siskel a fan? Okay, so this is... I like that you asked. Yeah. Siskel (laughs) called it the worst movie of 1997. When Ebert watched it, he said it would be his worst movie, but something passed it. I I don't think you're going to be able to guess what... This was Ebert's second worst movie of 1997. Do you want to guess? Worst movie of 1997. Was it Leprechaun 4? No, 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 no. If you want to look at like the top 20 grossing movies or top 30 grossing movies 1997. Yes, I'm thinking a look at the uh, the categories for uh, the Stinkers bad movie of uh, 1997. No, no. Look, just look at the top grossing because we wouldn't be having this conversation if it was like a classically bad movie. Yes. It's like a wild take by Ebert. Okay, so look what, at the Batman and Robin. No, that see that wouldn't be a wild take. Although I did watch that movie in the theater, unlike this one. What is it? Armageddon. He has this is worst movie of night. He's crazy. <laughs> crazy. All right, okay. Siskel. But that was a Hot cold take. take. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. This is Eber. Are you, unless you're saying R.I.P. Siskel, we miss Siskel. Eber, we, we bring, don't bring back Siskel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I understand the criticism i don't think it's fair to say that you could replace any five women in no that's that's not not, not fair look look the spice girls we're not saying we're anti-spice girls they're 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 beloved for a reason uh just in terms of this being a a movie this was not what what i thought it was going to be so so there's a few things to remember here one Again, like Rob pointed out, this happens almost immediately after they get famous. And they're also doing a million different endorsements. They have Pepsi endorsements. They release the new Mercedes Benz. During the movie, I, when I was rewatching it, I said, is this movie underwritten by dark lollipop money? Because I feel like in every scene, someone has a lo- is eating a lollipop. Hmm. And sure enough, I looked it up, and the Spice Girls had their own brand of lollipops at the time. Oh, yeah, everyone uh, went crazy over them. Yeah, so yeah. so they did all that. They were also recording the album at the same time. So sometimes they would have seventeen hour. They were spread very thin. Yeah. And the when they talk about it in interviews, they say, we don't even remember how this movie came about. <laughs> right. Like, they don't remember the pitch. They don't remember seeing a script. Yeah. Like it just it just happened to them. Right. And I, I, I got the sense that the, the they had like four days of shooting with the Spice Girls. And then a lot of the rest <laughs> of the movies just filled in by other people talking about them. I mean, how long did it take to film the squad? That was three weeks. Damn, and there okay. was a union shutdown. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually not quite sure about the timeline, but I, I do remember reading uh, about um, just that it was literally do do a promotion, then do some writing and recording, then film a scene, then do a promotion, then do some writing and recording, then film a scene, and so they were it, they were uh, that it was around that time, a little bit after that, that they ended up firing their manager and yeah. becoming self managed just because of the uh, pop star machine that they were all uh, a part of was becoming all consuming. And they just, they, they wanted the merry-go-round to stop. 
Okay, well, let's just talk about some of the the wildest things uh, from the movie. <laughs> Akiva, you want to go first? I mean, we could start with the with the lead. First of all, I, I want to say that there's like four nominal bad guys, or like there's so many like, bad guys. Yeah, I don't so know who villains. any of them are. So you many villains. With their, I don't know who the, who the real villains are. Were they all in cahoots? It was like a rogues think- gallery of, of villains and antagonists trying to thwart the Spice Girls. There's a there's paparazzi. There's like Roger Moore, uh, who's yeah, a bad the, guy. The newspaper, the newspaper editor is like the chief bad there's guy. There's like I the think. guy with the weirdest sideburns ever. Mm-hmm. Is George <laughs> Wendt like a bad manager, guy? Right? Yeah, George Wendt is sort of a good guy. He's like an inept good guy, George Wendt. I think. Yeah. It's very, the there's bears. like way too many Americans in London also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Meatloaf, Meatloaf as their, the bus, as driver. Their, yeah. Uh, yeah. bus driver. He's a good guy, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Meatloaf's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. And he's in, Chaotic it's good. not a camp, it's not a camp movie or cult classic if Meatloaf doesn't make some sort of appearance. Mm-hmm. So, or, or reference his hit. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right. Well, the thing that blew my mind the most from Spice World, I can't believe I didn't already know this. Uh, Jillian, the, the Spice Girls meet aliens. Yes. There are aliens think, in the Spice in the Spice World movie. I think, you, I think you might feel differently about this movie if it was like a 44-minute long movie mm-hmm. and you kind of cut out all that stuff. And no, the that's the part scene, I like the most. Wait, you part of the movie. <laughs> you guys didn't watch it on yeah. time and a half? Uh, no, I couldn't get that to work on my. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, I, I, I I'm, I'm too much of a pro uh, uh, to ever to ever do. Yeah, something can like I just that, set up but, the uh, scene for uh, for the listeners who may not have seen the movie because it is an impossible movie to track? Yeah, down. you do not recommend our listeners having watched this film. We should have said this at the beginning. Yeah, not necessary. I think you can watch probably the best the best of these scenes on YouTube. You don't need to watch yeah, the entire thing. That's a good call. Watch it on um, YouTube. So the Spice Girls are on their tour bus driven by Meatloaf. And I guess the bathroom on the tour bus does not work. They all they all have to pee. Uh, that uh, I'm not sure. That, there's no real reference to the Spice Girls uh, drinking on the tour bus, but I, I have to imagine that that's going on. There's a subtext there that they're part they're partying on the tour bus, and they need to stop the bus. And for some reason, the Spice Girls go very deep into the woods. <laughs> like you would think, oh, I have to pee so bad. Stop the bus. I'm going to go behind the bus. They're, they go like half a mile away from the bus for some reason. They're looking for like a clearing. Maybe there's like a Man. porta potty that they know of, like somewhere deep into the woods. And they go out into the woods and then descending down from overhead, my worst nightmare, a, a UFO descends on them and aliens come out. And the aliens are Spice Girls fans. And Akiva, I was blown away. Here comes one alien in particular who gets very handsy and tries to grope Mel B. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. The aliens are canceled. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Asking tried. them to sign their stomach. They were thirsty aliens. Brett, one, yeah. another one of the aliens wanted to kiss Ginger Spice on the mouth. She went for it. She and she went for it. Mel B did not consent. Jerry consented. Yes, and that, and you know what? I think that adds some credence to the fact that you think that she might be some sort of, uh, you know, a may- maybe not our spokesperson for COVID safety right now. She's willing to kiss aliens on the mouth. I mean, there were no outer space pandemics going on at that time, so she thought that it was safe. 
She thought it was safe. And the, the <laughs> aliens were upset that we thought, oh, we thought we could get tickets for the Spice Girls concert. And it's like, no, we didn't even have one yet. There's no, there's no tickets. <laughs> why I mean, why do the Spice Girls not anyway. have any comp tickets? Like you'd think for the aliens, it would add to the they show. They gave them all to their pregnant friend. The pregnant friend is every comp ticket. Oh my god! Yeah. The, for the pregnant friend, she's yeah, like the sixth spice. The sixth yeah. spice girl, pregnant spice. I do love about the their their friend uh, uh, Nicola is that she like when she tells them that Trevor, her baby's father, has left her. They kind of just yada yada over all that. They're like, Sad "Where's story. Trevor?" She's like, "Oh, he's gone." And then they're like, "Okay, let's move on." Like. Can't wait to be your godmother of your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all the men in the movie are bad, so they were like, "Well, typical." <laughs> Sounds about right. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, there is no man in this movie who's who's like. I, I meatloaf is probably the most upstanding man in the movie. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the the thing that I would say about the movie is it does pass the Bechtel test, but with flying mm-hmm. colors, yes. right? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. And and right. honestly, like our yes, what about the dance instructor? Yeah, the dance instructor is good. Yeah, and the and the drag queens that that sort of populate their world in the background are all positively uh, framed. Uh, but you know they're they're not three dimensional characters no. at all, not at all. But I mean, look at any Martin Scorsese movie. Like there are no three dimensional female characters in those movies ever either. And they're considered to be some of the best films ever. So Akiva, did you struggle at all with this? That I I found often that I I could not even really understand the dialogue that was happening in a lot of the scenes. I feel like there's a lot of like montages and things happening where there is, they, they are talking, but there's also a song with Spice Girls lyrics they are singing over <laughs> scenes where they're talking, and uh, I found like, wait, what are they? What are they saying? I, I couldn't even yeah. follow. Yeah, the script, the words are always inessential, especially if the Spice Girls aren't talking. The music the- was very loud over yeah. the talking. Yeah, it was. Hey, listen, the director of this movie is not. It, it was is not like a regular director. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was probably in a little bit over his element here. The yeah, any any scene where the Spice Girls are not in is a fast forward, honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> their photo shoot with McNulty from The Wire was was definitely it's one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. And I had a question for y'all: uh, What uh, if you guys had to dress up like any member of the the Renap boy band? Yeah. You know, if if you were going to cosplay as another as another member, who who would you cosplay as? Like what? Like would I cosplay as Brian Cohen? Yeah, I was. Is that your answer? Hmm. Oh, I'm in the band. Oh, I thought you meant. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, we're in the band. I thought you meant which Spice Girl. We oh, well, that as. too. Which hmm. Spice? Because Rob, which Spice Girl do you identify with the most? Okay, well, I would say, uh, yeah. If you and I were Spice Girls, uh, mm-hmm. who would who would we be? Uh, I not Baby Spice. That I'm not a I'm not a baby. That not I don't want to like uh like be infantilized of uh being a baby. So baby spice is out. Uh, but Kiva, maybe you'd be sporty spice. I think sporty generally means like doesn't mean watching sports on TV, mm-hmm. but I'll take sporty spice, yeah. Yeah. Um, would you be I mean I'm not posh. I also feel like that you're you're, you're a you know font of information. Maybe you'd be ginger spice. I'll, I'll tell you, and are you sporty spice then? Because neither of us are posh spice. I don't know. I, what is We're like? What are the criteria of sporty spice? I always thought she's the worst spice girl. 
least <gasps> defined sporty spice Ooh. in my mind. Yeah, I think she's the worst. Oh no. Spoiler yeah. alert for my power one rankings. Yeah. One must go. I think it's sporty spice. She's already wow. another Mel. We could upgrade Mel well, B to just Mel. Hopefully when we take the official but quiz, what is you sporty don't get spice sporty good spice. at? She's just she's good at doing sports. Yeah, she's 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 athletic and yeah. she and she's easygoing. Like yeah. I personally Casey Clark. Yeah, I, I think she's I also would, the best singer. Yeah, I, I think I identify oh. most with uh posh spice. Hi, Mana. You do have a very distinct look. Like yeah. your little black strapless dress right. is the plaid yeah. shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I would be the difficult one in the group. <laughs> By the way, this is uh I don't think this is a hot take, but I think a lot of people will be surprised. In 1997, because soccer has not made it yet in the United States. I think Posh Spice makes David Beckham more famous and, and not vice versa, as you'd assume, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years later or even in 2020. Yeah. Because I was a soccer fan, but nobody was a soccer fan. There was no way to watch English Premier League games uh, yeah. on this pre-Bendham like Beckham. He's, he's famous for like, but, you know, being like, I, I think they sort of brought each other like a rising whatever lift all mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. One of your Twitter followers uh, pontificated on this in the um, in the comments when you were soliciting uh, guests. Which and, and Spice said, Girl would Robin Akiva be? No, they pontificated about uh, uh, the popularity of Victoria oh. Beckham and David Beckham mm-hmm. in the U.S. and how they hadn't really caught on as much uh, as they had in the U.K. Um, and they were hoping that we would have a college level analysis as to the reason why I don't, I don't personally, but I, I just wanted to mention that yeah. I know I acknowledge you follower for, for, <laughs> for pontificating on it. Okay. Um, there are a number of, uh, s- skits and dream sequences in the film. Akiva, did you have a favorite dream sequence? Um, I mean, I dreamt that it was over at the no. end. That was my um, I'm trying to think. See, the, the weird thing is the aliens, I assume the whole time was a dream no, sequence. No, that was, and it was real. Not- that, I mean, Jillian, that was canon within the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that was a dream sequence. I yeah. think that actually was supposed to be one of the things that happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the dream sequences were the, they, they were, they were uh, pregnant. That was one of them. That was very bizarre. Yeah, were they, they pregnant, or they were they already had children? Oh, they were mothers. Yeah, yeah, they, they were, were like old. Yeah, mothers, they were like imagine right. us they were, being they were old and, mothers who all lived together. Yeah, that, I, th- I felt like that. That wasn't really necessarily super great for the women empowerment of like uh, no, hey, where we only have value as uh, young women. Yeah, and are all five of them moms? I think probably almost all of them are moms, right? Yes, let me let me make sure. Um, yeah, they are all mothers confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but none of them have six kids, like they uh, like they suggest in the in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, what's it called, Rob? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought a lot of any dream sequence was was crazy. My the one other note I made that I thought was really funny was from the outside. The bus is like they call it the spice bus, but it's a regular like double decker smallish bus. But inside of the bus, it's crazy. Every single uh, one of the Spice Girls has their own sort of giant room mm-hmm. that has their aesthetic. There's, you know, everyone has like their own chairs and fun things. There, this bus on the inside is twenty times the size of the outside yeah. part of the bus. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would say the bus is the sixth Spice Girl, actually, not mm. not their pregnant friend. Like yeah, that uh, is a character in the movie. Yeah, At the 2019 uh, reunion tour. They had the bus, the same bus from the movie. Uh, on site at oh crap what was the uh the uh the venue whatever whatever venue oh Wembley Stadium of course they had it right outside Wembley Stadium 
And um, they also solicited uh, Airbnb offers to spend a night in the Spice Bus oh. for some ridiculous price, but people people booked it. Okay. Now, Brett, pay. could you take us through what, what went wrong then after this? So the Spice World is uh, a big hit. It's going to gross a lot of money at the box office. What, over $150 million worldwide? Yeah, massive, massive amounts of money. Uh, at that point, Spice is, uh, has sold 20, or overall in, the, in history, Spice has sold 23 million albums and is the most, uh, it has the highest sales for any pop record by a female group in history. Um, and they're, they're lauded with awards for sales and things like that. Then you get to, uh, sort of like their struggle, which is what next? Because at that point they had just been pedal to the metal, doing all sorts of endorsement deals, doing all sorts of TV appearances. The next single, the next album, there was a little bit of backlash in America because their second album was released nine, uh, nine months after the first, there was no breathing room. And so people... People had like mm. fatigue, kind of the way that people had like frozen fatigue, where like frozen was kind of like jammed down everyone's throats at the time because of how popular it was. And they just kept on with the frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why we took a big break after we finished the Seinfeld post show recap. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you just, people just, and it's not that, it's not that I don't like the show anymore. It's that you have to let uh, them miss you a little I'm, bit. Yeah, I, I need I need time. Like I don't need like RuPaul's Drag Race and then the UK version and then the Canadian version and then the All Stars. And I just I, I need I need a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with the Spice Girls, you have all that going on. Then they sack their manager uh, Simon uh, Fuller and decide to manage themselves with Jerry Howell sort of in like a lead managing role, but but as de facto leader, not in an official capacity. Um, and that's and a then- big mistake, right? Uh, not necessarily. She's the eldest and she uh she's probably the most motivated and probably mm-hmm. one of these. she's 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 one of the, she's one of like the louder ones, yeah, but she's 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 not an idiot necessarily. Yeah. Isn't it like being like your own attorney? Oh yeah, and 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 it definitely. Uh but I think that they found that they trusted themselves more than uh than being dictated to at that point. And so um, at that point, they took their foot off the gas pedal, which was desperately needed just for their mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still like they were still booking things. They still had outside help with like different agencies and the record label and things like that. But overall, they eased off the gas pedal. Things started to get a little bit stagnant and slow. Then um, there were questions about what to do after. And uh, Jerry Hallowell, Ginger Spice, announces her departure through her lawyer. Um, May thirty first, nineteen ninety eight, and there are many, many reasons. Yeah. She has she has two autobiographies because she's done enough in her life to have two. Um, but uh, in in one in there's she explains it as a straw that broke the camel's back kind of situation where there are it's not one reason why she left. There were a multitude of reasons. Uh, the exhaustion of being in the pop music machine was one of them. Uh, alleged conflicts that were highlighted in the press with Mel B was another one. Yeah. Um, but really, the group wanted to uh, push away from their uh, pop, their like more bubblegum pop kind of sound, and push more towards uh, R and B in the in the vein of like Destiny's Child and other acts that were mm. uh, succeeding at the time. And yeah. so um, Jerry was strongly against this, and yeah. Jerry highly preferred they stick with their current sound and was sort of outvoted. And that was one they of voted another- her out. Well, that was another one of many reasons why Jerry just felt that her time was sort of done. And so uh, she up and left. And then uh, the, the rest of the girls carry on with the rest of the Spice World tour. It's still a massive success. Uh, 
had some good reviews, people saying, you know what, didn't really miss Jerry all that much. But at the same time, uh, endorsement deals weren't flying through uh, the roof the way that they used to because people didn't want 80% of the Spice Girls to promote, you know, their Reeboks and their their Cadbury chocolates and things like that. Yeah. Uh, Brett, can you hold on for a second? Uh, Akiva, yeah. how, how dare Ginger Spice be the one to leave? To g- you mean because she's already like, it's weird because like she's the one who has like endless amount of money and now she's like saying to the other four like sorry you guys can't do it but i mean they could have recast the group they still have four to five it's not like one direction like one leaves and then the other leaves or but or, she wasn't uh, like the most success this wasn't like justin timberlake not wanting to right. stick with in sync she's just mm-hmm. one of the five right she's not the biggest star from a sing standpoint i think they did a very good job of keeping it an ensemble right that there's right. never really like on stage a bigger star. Yeah, she's star, not like even top said. two in the power rankings. <laughs> how do they do? Yeah. Uh, how were they uh, build? That's a good question, actually. Yes, I I, I wrote this down in the movie. Uh, I could tell you how they that the, in order us, yeah. of credits they are mm-hmm. introduced. Mel B. That's Scary Spice. Emma. Mm-hmm. Baby Spice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mel C. Mel C gets third billing, Sporty Spice. Then Jerry, Ginger mm-hmm. Spice. And last, but may, this might be like, it might not be bad to be fifth, uh, Victoria mm-hmm. Posh Spice. That's like, and also featuring Victoria. Like, uh, See, I thought that's alphabetical until the last one. Until Victoria. Like the yeah. real last names. Mm, yeah. But it's not, it's, but in, but then it's not alphabetical by the real last name. It's not alphabetical by their spice name. Wow, there must have been a lot of. Uh, I mean, they have the same manager, right? It's not like they have an agent, you know, they could all argue. With mm-hmm. There was a dance off, I'm sure. There's some sort of. <laughs> yeah. They okay. drew straws. Okay. Each order? I don't know. And, and does uh, Ginger Spice have any success as a solo uh, act? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She So she is the first to go out on her own, and she releases. Uh, um, between between 1999 and 2007, she releases three studio albums and gets four number one singles, including uh, a massively successful cover of "It's Raining Men," which was used in the Bridget Jones Diary soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So she had some some really good uh, success in the UK when the album was released in the the US. Her first solo album it did not perform to expectation, and there was no further US release for for Miss Jerry Hallowell. Hmm. Um, at that same time, you have the rest of the Spice Girls that are choosing to go on as a foursome. They released one last album called Forever, which was more of a uh, R&B take that, than their typical bread and butter. Um, it was met with a lukewarm reception. The sales were not as high. It was their first album not to hit number one in the UK. It hit number two, which I'm sure stung. And then after that, a couple months later, the girls choose to go on an indefinite hiatus in order to pursue solo careers. Yes, a yadus, indeed. Um, But they claimed multiple times on their blog and on their website, we are not splitting. This this is just like, we're just going to take a break for a little bit so we can do our own thing and be moms and be solo artists and whatever. Uh, Narrator, it was 100% a split. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Jerry, Rob, so um, she has a kid. I hope this isn't in any quiz or anything they're going to ask us after. Um, she's a she has a daughter named Bluebell Madonna. So, Whoa. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. And also, I saw her. I hadn't thought of her in a while, but I, I really like the Netflix show uh, Drive to Survive, which is Formula One, like the European racing. Okay. And her husband is like one of the main players there. So she just randomly is in a bunch of scenes. Yeah. And yeah. They're she's, very wealthy. 
After after the Spice Girls, she really like dates in British high society. She has a lot of very uh uh very high profile sort of like shipping magnets that, that she's dating. I think the that Bluebill's uh biological father is like a hugely the successful, very, very rich man. Um, so she goes on to uh, still kind of continue being that sort of bombshell type um, that she was casted as, 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 as ginger spice. Mm. The difference is that she let the red wash out of her hair and she proceeded through life as a blonde, which was uh, her natural Big, big mistake. <laughs> so all right so then the spice girls will get back together brett and and you will you will uh you said you would be there and you were I did. yes yeah. you bet yourself yeah absolutely so you have each of the girls they do their own solo thing in the meantime you got jerry with her three albums and then her third album kind of flops and she's just like okay well i've been at the party long enough i'm kind of done and then she does some tv presenting writes some children's books to moderate success uh, Mel C. Uh, releases a bunch of solo albums. She released her eighth last month, and she's the only one that is still uh, like writing and recording her own material, uh, and is still like, I am, I am a, a musician. This is what I do. She's still writing music. She's very, very serious about that. And uh, her last album, check it, def- definitely check it out. Self titled called Melanie C. It's a very, very good pop album. Um, and it was uh, let me first- add it to my Spotify right now. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it, it was the first uh, solo Spice record to land in the top ten uh, in the last sixteen years. Because the at this point the popularity has faded. As solo acts, they're not getting as much recognition. Uh, Mel B releases a couple of albums to no success whatsoever. Or oh, she had a number one hit with uh, with Missy Elliott, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma, we're, we're big Missy Elliott fans on this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma releases a couple albums as well, and she sticks with like a sixty, a retro sixties pop song, and and kind of embraces being a TV and radio presenter. And then Victoria just dives straight into being a mother of David Beckham's kids and being a very successful fashion designer, and kind of distances herself from music moisturizer business. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brett, was there any new music with the two thousand seven reunion? There were there there was um, a single called "Headlines Friendship Never Ends," which is not a very uh, not a very good song in the Spice Girls pantheon. Um, it's it's very uh, it's very positive and bright, but uh, not a lot of songwriting merit to it. I still appreciated it, but I think that like contemporary listeners would probably just find it uh, melodramatic and saccharine kind mm-hmm. of garbage in a way. Um, and then they did, they released a greatest hits album that had that song on it, as well as a, another, uh, uh, just, al- just general album track that wasn't released as a single. That was also something new that they recorded, but mostly when they did the reunion, it was just greatest hits. Let's, mm-hmm. let's remind you who we were, you know, 10 years ago, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, uh, they also were, they managed to squeeze in another tour before, uh, the 2020. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. So, uh, yeah, to go into what they had going on, um, in the last, like in, in the last decade, uh, first I have to, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention a very, very botched, uh, attempt at a jukebox musical called Viva Forever. Uh, in 2012, they tried to do like a Mamma Mia, um, Jennifer Saunders, who's a very successful British comedian who was actually in the Spice World film as the lady who's talking to Victoria Beckham. And she's like, 
oh yes, I love Manta Rays, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's the one that writes the book for this musical. It was panned by critics. It lost about uh, 5 million pounds hmm. of, of, of money. And it was just kind of like swept under the rug and never really mentioned again. Yeah. Um, that same year though, they reunited for a one-off performance at the 2012 uh, summer Olympics in London. And that performance that they, they did two songs. They did one. That of was all five? Cool. five. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the, and they uh, that was their last time performing as a complete set together, mm-hmm. and uh, the critics loved it. It was like the most tweeted about thing on that day, and so 2012 was a real well outside of the musical was a really high point for the Spice yeah. Girls. Um, in 2016, three out of the five tried to do their little side project called Gem, which was a uh, uh, Jerry Ginger Spice, Mel B Scary Spice, and Emma uh, Baby Spice. They recorded like a couple songs, then they just scrapped the project. They were just like, eh, never mind. Um, and then you get to the second reunion. Um, they reunited as a four piece without Vo- Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham at this point, she's just like not feeling the Over Spice Girls yeah. anymore. She doesn't even follow half of them on social media. She's wow. just, just kind of done with the thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Here, uh, let me pitch yeah. something. Jillian, why don't they cast a new Spice Girl? You can't do the Spice Girls with four, it doesn't work. Either cast a new posh spice like oh new posh okay this is like the i talked about this the other day on the mass singer of like when akiva remember when they brought out the new uh razor ramon and diesel mm-hmm. yeah uh either do that or why don't we just cast a make a whole new spice girl which i think is even the better idea of here's the new and then oh here's the new hotness it is iphone spice oh <laughs> iPhone Spice, who's this? Well, they did end up recasting the Spice Girls and they ended up being bands like Fifth Harmony and Little Mix. That's a Liana favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were other Spice Girls bands. Akiva, can you do better um, than iPhone Spice? Yeah, I, you know, iPhone Spice, they, they are all about marketing. Here, let, well, let me so. hear Akiva's pitch. What, what's, what would be better? Uh, pickle Spice? <laughs> What about Doritos Spice? Doritos like, Spice? Needs, something cool that really ranch. needs a little bit of a boost. I feel like that, yeah. that, that seems like a little bit transparent in terms of it's such a... I guess iPhone is too, but I feel iPhone's like, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. but I, Yeah, maybe... Um, hmm. I feel like Rainbow sp- Spice. I feel like that's like Rainbow very Gen spice. Z. Yes. You know, they're very fluid in the way they feel about yes. I like that. I like that because that, that's, that's a new dynamic that they could bring mm-hmm. into it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what it, what is the do you think the power rankings in terms of net worth are oh. with the Spice Girls? Net worth? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. so, I would say so out of the five, who's ne- number one? Posh is one. Yeah. Can yes. you do you do you have a guess as to what her net worth is? I have no idea. Well, they also like part of him coming to MLS, David Beckham, they gave him his own team, which is now worth a lot of money. Mm. So he has yeah, his own so, MLS team in addition to everything else he had. So their combined net worth, and they've been married for twenty years now. Um, mm-hmm. So shout out to to to. Although there's always Nets. a lot of rumors that they're like on the rocks, right? But then yeah, I think that. I think they're one of those celebrity couples who may or may not have an open marriage. Oh. Um, okay, but yeah, so so their net worth is four hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars. Do we do we know yeah. uh, <laughs> what their coffee habits are? <laughs> D- didn't he have a, a, a Italian coffee commercial or hmm. something? Or no? Is that was it? It's it, no. it, Italian. 
Are <laughs> <laughs> those, those like the, the aliens that visited the? It's, uh, my, yeah. <laughs> it's my Midwestern Valley Girl accent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to say Sorry, Ginger is second because I think Mel uh, B is second. No, but she's married to Bob Horner, who I think is a rich guy. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, Ginger uh, uh, Jerry, uh, who is now Jerry Horner, uh, is second, but her net worth is only about forty million. So, what's Mel B? A tenth. What's four hundred million? Yeah, exactly. A tenth of four hundred billion. Uh, Mel B is actually uh, the the poorest. Poorest? Poorer, no, no. poorer than Sporty Spice? <laughs> yeah. What does so Sporty Mel Spice B- have money from? Because she's continued to have a very strong career. What? <laughs> she's the one that tours for sure. Mel B. She. What didn't um, Mel B. Actually, marry Eddie Murphy? Well, she had a baby with Eddie Murphy. She doesn't have any Eddie married, Murphy money. Um, yeah, she got seven yeah. million. She got seven million from him. Mm. He denied yeah. the identity of the kid, and then once it was uh, the court order paternity test happened, he was like, "Oh, my bad. Here's seven million. Hmm. Yeah, and she also had a, a long marriage to Harry Belafonte's son. Um, but that ended pretty poorly uh, with accusations of abuse and stuff. So she's not, ha- she's okay. probably had the rockiest. I'm not going to play the steel post- drum music. Yeah, as post Spice Girls career. Um, but number three is actually Emma, uh, Baby Spice. Uh, Does she still go Emma- by Baby Spice? I Only if people don't know who Emma Bunton is. I saw her on Twitter and she's, she's at Emma Bunton. Um, it says mommy, baby, spice, spice girl, but no, I don't think that's her main identity. Her, it, it, it's all Emma Bunton stuff. Emma Bunton. I don't think Bunton. it's any of their main identities anymore. I think particularly I, I just someone like a, be Mel a baby. B, like <laughs> you wouldn't want to be baby spice. I mean, she has, she's a mommy, so she has a baby. I will say her latest tweet is, um, about forever the Spice Girls album on vinyl. So, hmm. like, for, she's, for, she for hasn't vinyl collectors. They can now. Yeah. Have. She hasn't um she hasn't completely given it up if it's her latest tweet, you know. Okay. All right. What else do we need to talk about with the Spice Girls? Now, Keith, do you feel like you know everything about the Spice Girls now? I think I know way more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh have I'm they ever considered many... becoming the Spice Women? Oh, good question. Nah, girls for life. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I girl think they power. should make be girl Spice power. Women now. Women power. Think maybe about it. Yeah. Maybe their t- maybe their spawn will start. Will start. So what if their kids have a have a group? But that I also don't cool. like babies. I don't like babies. That I <laughs> say I, I would go go with. I would rather be men than boys. Like I don't want to be uh, the the seeds boys. <laughs> it makes me sad that Victoria doesn't follow any of them. Can we do our rankings now to wrap yeah. it up? Yes. She follows two of them, and then the other two, she's like, eh. That's rough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, my that I'll tell you my power rankings that they're the yes. same as what I thought that they were worth. Uh, Posh Spice is one, Mel B is two, Ginger is three, Baby is four, and Sporty Spice is is and, and always has been the worst. Yeah, what do you think, I think Akiva? I, yeah, I have Ginger as Sporty. Why you Ginger one? Yeah, I, I like she Ginger. Left. I have, she okay. vacates rights to being the best Spice Girl. No, but isn't she back now? Yeah, she is back. She's back, and Posh is she's the one who won't join now. Yeah, she. Well, I, she's I, I too big it. for them. She got too big. Yeah, she's like that. That she's the. She became the Justin Timberlake of the group. I have Gingy, Ginger, Scary, 
um, sporty baby posh. But you have posh I'm five. Be- I'm not a Beckham fan. But you're counting, you're <laughs> counting against her husband on social media. She's too big to follow her friends on social media. That's how you know she's the best. <laughs> no, that's terrible. You mm. should follow. Akiva, no, I- you can't give them an Instagram follow. Come on. Kiva, I thought you liked people who weren't thirsty. I thought that's your whole thing is, you know, yeah. you want people, yeah, to, I like people who, are who don't abandon their friends. Rob, when you get famous, you're going to you're still going to follow me, right? You're not going to unfollow me. Uh, look, where, 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 where's my big break coming? What's how what's happening? Where am I going? I, I guess our boy band group. And then yeah. you're going to you're going to be too big for it. You're going to go solo. Yeah. OK, well, let me find out. Jillian, what's your power rankings? Um, I definitely think that uh, that Jerry is uh, the number one. Looking back, um, I wouldn't say I'm not ranking them today. I think today it would be Victoria. I agree with mm-hmm. you, Rob. I think she's been the most famous. I love her style. Um, but I think looking back, like how about her moisturizer? Jerry, <laughs> her moisturizer is amazing. Um, but uh, Jerry probably shaped me the most. I grew up to be a little baby feminist. I, you know, uh, started as opposed to baby spice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I internalized a lot more of the girl power message that Jerry was giving off and not the baby, like, (laughs) you you know, pigtails, that sort of thing. Um, I think I also really love Mel B. I think that it probably took a lot to be sort of framed in the way that she was as the only black woman on the cast mm-hmm. to be sort of, you know, to call sort of likened to an animal in sometimes. Um, and I think that she's always been the one throughout the years has, who has always been down to be with the spice girls. Again, if you're, if you're looking for loyalty, Mel B never left i think her and emma are probably the ones that are like most ride or die spice mm-hmm. girls uh for the band yeah okay um and who do you have as the bottom of your power rankings i think i i i um i like mel c she has a lot of adversity in her life she was had an eating disorder during mm-hmm. the time that she was on the spice girls that she has talked openly about but I think um, in terms of someone that I really identify with, I can't say it's Mel C. I'm not too sporty. Okay. So. You really let them down easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love them all. Mm-hmm. They're, yes. they're like any band. They're, they're, the, they're greater yeah. than the sum of their parts. That was like sure. you were the final HOH and you've been with these people for, you know, 94 <laughs> days. And you really just like, uh, like I, I, I love you all. This is such a hard thing to do. Sporty Spice, I really, I, you've been through so much, but I just, we just didn't connect the most. Sorry, vote to evict you, Brett. Bre, what's your power rankings? If you take your list, Rob, and you flip it exactly, that's mine. Sporty's number one. Sporty's Sporty, one. Sporty's Why number one? Mel C. She's put the most effort into just being a musician, which is how they allegedly started as Spice Girls, like you know, trying to make it in pop music. And she's she's still standing. I, I appreciate her tenacity. I appreciate that she's still working hard at songwriting, at performing. She arguably has the best voice of the group. I don't even think that that's, I don't even think it's an argument. I think she has the best voice of the group and it's not even close. Um, I, yeah, I just, I find her the most admirable and I appreciate uh, uh, her, her work ethic. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got baby at number two. She's done a lot of wonderful things and is, has a very sweet demeanor. 
Jerry, number three, her iconography alone speaks for itself. And then uh, uh, Scary at number four. Mel B is just such a fun uh, personality to watch. And she's just so raucous anytime she guests on any reality show as a guest judge. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Victoria... uh, You mad at her because she left. I'm yeah, you're holding yeah, it against her. Left. I think I think that I think that uh, granted, I don't think that the second reunion tour lost any musicality in the absence of Victoria Beckham. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just lost having a fifth warm body and beating heart on the stage. Well, we got Rainbow but, in there. Yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just not sure um, what her contributions were to the group outside of uh, just like general fierceness, yeah. which. I need, I need more. Also, and then Akiva, I know you wanted to do uh, ranking the Spice Girls one to five in terms of looks then and now, but I don't think that we oh, uh, no. should still go ahead with that. I think that uh, <laughs> no. we're running tight and I'm not sure oh, how well that's no. going to go over. Okay. I, I guess uh, someone's not going to know your joke. Threw more right of a 32 fans bus. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else about the Spice Girls or Spice World? Um, I would just say, like, in, like, sort of my closing argument here of of why you should care. I think that a lot of times, um, things that are both feminine and frivolous are sort of hated with a vitriol that I don't really understand. Um, I totally respect you guys, like your opinions about this movie. It is like a bad, bad movie mm-hmm. um is it a hated movie is it like ro- like roger ebert literally said i hate this movie yeah. let's I- let the record show the hold on hold on one second i, I just don't want to don't, don't paint us as this is like a uh like a female ghostbusters uh thing for us because if you rebooted this movie with men we keep you'd still not like this movie right <laughs> yeah no i don't i don't think so okay. i don't think i guess i guess my point is that there are plenty of dumb movies that are mm-hmm. made for boys that people think are just like harmless fun or you know it's, it's just, there's how many like van wilders are there like mm-hmm. stupid right. movies that have no plot they're just a string of scenes and i don't i i feel like you know we don't always have to just hate on things if it's not for you like the two of you like you said it's not for me but good for you like it if, should if still you like exist it, that's fine that's fine we don't have anything wrong with the spice girls but you read some of these like reviews of this movie and it does it it, it does kind of seem a little bit um sexist in the way that it's framed that it's just such a bad yeah it's a bad movie but is it the worst movie ever made i don't i I don't know maybe but you know a lot of people we could also blame the director honestly like who is a man like honestly he's more to blame yeah they wasted the spice girls if anything yeah Yeah. i would agree there there is a can't be fun movie that's a six on imdb and not a three Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but they didn't. He didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that take that it was ruined by a man. I'll I'll leave it. There. Yes, yes. Okay, Brett. Anything else that you want to say about the uh, the spice women, as I like to call them? Yeah, I think I think that just their whole existence is more about um, what they represent than like anything tangible that they've produced. I think it's just about uh, just this idea of seeing um, women that. Uh, aren't necessarily like a lot of women 
in, in decades and, and years and centuries past are more celebrated for fragility than for empowerment. And so it was so nice to just see these, even if they were caricatures, to just see these women who didn't have to choose between being strong and being beautiful. They could be both and they could be any, um, any level of, of talented and entrepreneurial and things like that. Um, and just as a closing remark for me, uh, when it comes to like the debate of whether the Spice Girls should be taken seriously as a musical act entirely, which is widely debated, I think the answer is yes, just because there are so many artists who, whose musicality and, uh, and bonafides are not really debated, such as Lady Gaga, Adele, Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, she had the song of the decade last decade. They, they cite the Spice Girls as a key musical influence of theirs. So regardless of whether they're like camp or ridiculous uh, or not, um, not the most talented singers even or songwriters, they influenced an entire generation of people as well as some of today's top and most poignant artists. And I think that that's something that's impossible to ignore. Okay. Well, I thought that this was fantastic. I had so much fun. I feel like we learned a lot. I feel like I can mm-hmm. only speak for myself. I feel like we learned a lot and we had a lot of fun. Akiva, how do you feel? Yeah, we have personal growth. I also like that, that you know, when Brett said, like, the, it's not necessarily about the content they produce. It's about the, uh, the message and the idea. And I said the same thing about Renat. Yeah. If we have a bad episode. <laughs> it's the, more of it's an more attitude. That we're, you know, trendsetters. Yeah, it's the right. attitude. It's the, it's the atmosphere, uh, you know, around the episode. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes we're, we're we also make a helping a lot of middle-aged work. men feel empowered. Also, absolutely, absolutely, yes. or feel not, you know, like that. It's, it's, it's. I mean, it's not just men. There's many, you know, <laughs> many thirty-something. That, jo- that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> I know. Everybody. Don't, don't quote tweet me on that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett, where can people keep up with you? Uh gosh, my phone number is um they i mean i guess they can keep up with me on twitter i suppose my um my twitter handle is much bretta uh which is m-u-c-h-b-r-e-t-t-a yes uh yeah that there's fine (laughs) brett we have a second portion of the show where we do a mailbag that as a as a newcomer to the renap world i wasn't sure if you even uh, knew about that or were interested uh Sure. Pitch, pitch, I mean, my original plan was to go through uh, and binge all the episodes and then uh, give them IMDb ratings. Oh, no, that would be great. <laughs> Please do it. Please yeah. do that. Yes. Now, um, you know, Rob, uh, Brett, Brett said, hey, you know, I'm listening to an episode and I love when people do research just to get the feel of it. He was listening to Leprechaun 3. Oh. So I had to stop him and say, that's the non-canonical episode. There's no mailbag. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's the, literally the last episode that a new fan should listen to because there's no there's no wheel spin, no mailbag, only episode ever. Yeah, but so we do like to, to, to hear that people did listen to Leprechaun 3 episode. Yeah, yeah. Press refresh a few more times, mm-hmm. just in case. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, Jill, Jillian, did you want to stay for the mailbag, or do you have a life? Of course. Okay, I'll go, that's great. I'm oh, so excited. Mailbag, mailbag yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, but Jillian, just in case people want to uh, you know, make sure to follow you now while they're uh, still listening before they turn off the podcast as they get more progressively bored later on. Yeah, so or fall asleep. <laughs> that happens too. <laughs> um, I am a historian and do tweet a lot about museums, so be forewarned. Uh, but you can follow me on all social media at XOXO Jillian. So Jillian with a G- Z at the middle. And please don't tell me what you think about my Twitter handle, Rob. <laughs> um, Why would I say something? All- the XOXO Jillian. You don't like 
Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's like a thousand it's a thousand point scrabble. Yeah, I love it that there's a random Z in the middle of your name uh Jillian. Um, I love that's it. The part, this was this was the part of the the episode I was most dreading is saying my social media handle in front of you. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, XOXO Jillzian on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I don't have a TikTok because I'm old. So yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, I can relate. Jillian <laughs> and Brett, thank you so much. Keep anything else you want to say before we uh, are going to uh, head on over to the mailbag. No, I'm excited to listen to some Spice Girls music this week and really get into it. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We are going to come back and get into the episode 108 mailbag here on the official Spice World podcast. Robin Akiva need a podcast. We'll be right back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, mailbag 108. Okay, Kiva, last time out, we cleaned out Will's waiting room. Any any yeah, response let me you, to what we did? Yes, let me give you some updates on that, okay? I love updates. I spoke to Frail Mary yes. about the Frail Mary fan yes, fiction how that she she's doing? been writing about us. She's doing wonderfully. Yeah. Uh, she was horrified that you wanted to kick it out of the Will waiting room. Horrified. Horrified? She said it's a, it's a seminal Renap idea. It's going to happen. She's very busy, but she's working on it. If she needed to have it done by next week, she could. But she'd like to not rush greatness. Hmm. But okay. it, there have been... You, you wonder if she had any pages at all. If she had put pen to paper. Yeah. Much like George R. R. Martin has probably not started the sixth book of, <laughs> of the Song of Ice and Fire uh, series. Uh, and uh, she has. She says uh, it, it, it is going to happen and it's going to be great. Okay. So, so there. All right. <laughs> Jillian, you buying that? I'm a I'm a frail Mary stand, so I believe that no, she can do we, it. We all sure. are. Nothing against frail Mary. It's just that I, I believe that this idea no. was greenlit in the first 15 episodes of this series. Uh, we're going to be yeah, like we're, we're oh, two years in. That yeah, is true. 100 episodes in, waiting for this. But like a true stand, I'll, I'll be I'll always be believing that my idol will come through for me. So I mm -hmm. just I just believe that she's going to finish it. Okay. All right. Uh, any other updates? Yeah, uh, one more. Uh, I will say, this is an idea that I'm in favor of and you're very much against. A lot of people said they do want to hear the Groundhog Day idea. I, I don't want to watch a, a movie seven days in a row. Like, I, I actually I have, I, I have things to do. Yeah, this is the thing you have to do. No, this is not. This is not. It's uh, not the, now when. There's there is no, survivor. no worse <laughs> use of my time 
than to watch Groundhog's Day, a two-hour movie, seven days in a row. I well, we, we the pitch was five, five days. Even you're watching still. on one X after you watch it on two X after the first watching. I have things to do. Maybe the boys would like it. You could watch once with with your wife. It could be bonding. Yeah, time. hi, honey. Want to watch uh, Groundhog's don't Day? Tell, don't, tell, don't tell her it's for a nap. Tell her it's for like Tyson or Stephen mm-hmm. or somebody. Yeah, I'm instead of yes. Instead yes, of Groundhog's Day, could you just watch like the the five minute YouTube clip of Punxsutawney Phil looking at his uh, his shadow uh, just over and over for five sure. days? Is that is that a good placeholder? I would take that. Brett, is there any interest? Would you listen to a podcast that was two people who watch Groundhog's Day every day? No, not not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But he doesn't listen to this podcast. No matter what we do, well, he doesn't he's listen. not going to start. If, 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 if it was my first foray into Robin Akiva Nina podcast, I would I would be hard. Would you rather to- listen to us watch Groundhog's Day every day or Leprechaun Three every isn't it just day? Ground, is it, isn't it regular Groundhog? I'm not sure if there's an S. You think it's called Groundhog Day? I think it is. I think the movie is called Groundhog Day. Yes, it's not Groundhog's Day. There's one hog. <laughs> I mean, it is Groundhog. Day, I guess. No, it's possessive. Apostrophe. Yeah, it's possessive. S. It is possessive. I still think the film is called Groundhog Day, but I'm not positive. One of us is getting angry tweets right now. Let's see who it is. Yeah, there's no S. It's Groundhog Day. Mm. That's very Midwestern to add a, an S on the end of everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I was watching the wrong movie all this time. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's. Maybe you're confused why I want to watch it five times what in a week. What about the holiday? Is the, <laughs> is the holiday considered Groundhog Day? I think it's Groundhog's Day. Hmm. Well, that's very confusing. I, I, I wouldn't make a movie called Valentine Day. <laughs> but maybe it was about Bobby Valentine, the Mets manager who once wore a mustache in the dugout when he, after he got his <laughs> Hmm. No. Oh, okay, so on Wikipedia, it is just called Groundhog Day. So I think we may have uh, shoehorned in the S that never existed. Okay. Sort of makes sure. it like like we're celebrating all groundhogs uh, on uh, mm-hmm. on that day as opposed to Punxsutawney. Like a singular groundhog has a day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, yeah, so those were the that was the major feedback from uh, from the wheel waiting room. Okay, um, th- those couple things, and we, we got a few things in the hopper, but. Uh, I wanted to I, know I really, if Jillian, I could not be yeah. more miserable than watching uh, Groundhog Day five days in a row. But I think like this podcast was made to do something like watch the same movie five times in a row mm-hmm. and talk about it. Yeah, I think like listen, maybe episode three hundred. Like, talk about <laughs> no. See, last year he said next year, and now it's next year, and it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what if we do just right. do this every February? You try to convince me into doing it, and I say <laughs> it's, no. It's what we're going to do. It's okay. what's going to happen. Fair enough. I, Jillian, you're a regular listener to the program. Do you have any ideas for us? I do have one. Um, and I think this is an idea that you guys kind of had with the with the uh, live show. Yes. Um, but uh, sort of thinking about the musical and then sort of loving hearing the banter between you two. I was thinking of something like uh, Robin... Akiva have a variety show mm. and sort of like a la the Carol Burnett show like the or Spice World Stand movie. There. Yeah. Bunch of sketches <laughs> and dream sequences. 
Yeah, where it's like you two are the host and you do like a, a bit at the beginning and then you have a musical guest and then you do a bit in the middle and then maybe you have like a, a second uh, uh, something musical guest game, uh, something like that. Maybe maybe a, a listener mm-hmm. advice or whatever. Do we have to sing um, a song together? Um, well, Carol Burnett and Sonny and Cher would sing with their guests, but I don't think that might not be your forte. So maybe like a, a Akiva, would a you sing on the podcast? Yeah, if there was like a group, I would sing with like a, with group, a group of five or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you feel like that maybe this might be better for our next live event? Well, I was thinking it could be recorded, mm-hmm. uh, but it it was something that I think you guys were kind of thinking about when you were doing the the live show brainstorming of doing something that was a little bit like a variety show with a, a beginning middle and end uh, i really i feel like that it probably needs like some sort of a like a, a producer with a vision uh behind it who can come in and say okay I will produce the Robin Akiva like live musical variety show and I think that we would be up for it if that person was but but left to our own devices it sounds like a disaster right yeah I, I, I'm, I'm with you 100% if somebody has a vision and pitches it to me I'm all ears but uh, I, it's not the vision is not going to come from me or you, especially if it has any sort of musical bent. Right, and we're, and we're hot with music lately, so that that's we've been a, on a roll. Yes, Brett, Brett, do you know there's a musical, full 35 minute musical, written about this show? It was a smash. Where can I find it? Uh, Google Robin Akiva musical. Yeah, All right, the podcast feed. Yeah, Jason Curtis Rivera on Twitter. Uh, Brett, do you, as a newcomer to the podcast, is there something like uh, that that popped into your mind that you would be good for the wheel? Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably gonna have like the lamest answer just because I'm not uh, completely well versed. But I was just thinking, or maybe about the best answer. I, they I, I, started I, off this podcast trolling me for my like dumb suggestions, so don't feel bad about it. No trolling. I kind of um, like the idea of uh, of perhaps looking at the election not from a political side, but like from like a deep kind of standpoint, where uh, I would want you to cast everyone involved in like the key players of the 2020 election as if there were going to be some sort of veepish uh parody for like hbo hmm. so we're, we're casting actors as the people yeah and not okay. like and not like the easy like you know my rudolph is kamala harris and like that stuff like just like mm-hmm. a, new, a new sort of track hmm. who would play rudy i i, I don't think it's a full episode but i think it's a very star. funny idea yeah hmm. <laughs> i do think that's a funny I, idea I, I, well, we did talk about rudy giuliani on the seinfeld podcast Yes. Well, he they sort of Rudy Giuliani was running for mayor when when mm-hmm. that episode aired, right? So they aired like him losing and him winning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they I shot know, like an alternate side with David Dinkins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I do think also like I lived in New York City from you know I was born in New York City. Like there have been basically three mayors our whole lives. It was like Rudy Bloomberg and De Blasio. Mm-hmm. I remember Rudy when I was like a little kid. He's like his brat son, like making like bunny ears behind him when he when he gave his first speech and now in he the has 90s. COVID. who rudy's son yeah i thought the, i thought djt's son had, Bo, had Bo, both son, uh, uh, well i was away for Trump's shabbat son i missed and son have COVID. I, you know i missed I mean, the big news yeah <laughs> should this be a segment when we update all because you were because yes. akiva is offline <laughs> on friday when you come back yeah. i could update you on uh, any famous Please. people that have COVID. who has covid what happened you know <laughs> big basketball trades fred van van vliet 
Mm-hmm. Something with the Raptors. Yeah, I didn't yeah, hear about that. He's back. Um, so yeah, all right. I, I, that is a funny idea by for Brett, but uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, Rudy. Some of these people are so like would be hard to cast because they're so specific looking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know who's playing Rudy, but that is. A, I do like the idea. Yeah, that's, what, a, that's like a, that's like a fun like get on a Zoom with your friends and cast the type of thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay, Akiva. What did the listener send in? Sure. Uh, well, this is time uh, sensitive, so we could start here. Uh, this is called Robin Akiva need a holiday tradition. Yes. Uh, hey, Robin Akiva, my wheel idea is for you two to pick out a new Renap theme tradition. Ideally, this would be for the Christmas season, though. Depending on when it would come up, you could adjust the holiday. Did I read this last week? I don't know. It depends what it's going to be. There could be a bracket of 16 different Renap-themed idea, holiday traditions, no, and, you guys, and you guys could go through them. Or it could be done differently in a different style if there's bracket burnout. At the end of the podcast, a one new Renap holiday tradition would be determined that Renap fans worldwide could celebrate each and every year from Nick. Yeah. Um, well, we already... Okay, that uh, that this was something else that was a an update from last week where there, there was a lot of con- uh, controversy over... Uh, is Liana going to be on the Star Wars holiday special that we're already doing? We are the city, baby. Yes. Uh, Dr. Amanda R. on Twitter, Mm -hmm. which I have to say, Mm -hmm. much upgrade on the Twitter handle Mm -hmm. (laughs) from a a rabbit now. Ironically, two women with with PhDs who have uh, now have separate accounts for science. Yes. Um, So... Uh, uh, Dr. Amanda R. on Twitter says, as its official caretaker, I'll set the record straight on the Renapa pitch. Leanna RJP is the guest on the Star Wars Holiday Special Pod. Uh, she must declare, we are the city. Okay? We are the city. Yeah, so okay. I feel like we already have something holiday-themed yeah, I on agree. the wheel. I agree. We're watching that. I watched the Star Wars Lego holiday special. Ooh. Jillian or Brett, are either Ooh. of you a Disney Plus subscriber that would have seen this? Yes, oh, you, yes. I didn't see it yet, but yes, yeah. I I have rave reviews for the Star Wars ho- Lego Holiday Special. I was worried that it was going to be like sort of like a note for note, brick for brick remake of the, mm-hmm. but it, I, it was not. It was not. So um, I was glad it was. I was like, oh no, that everybody's going to know the Star Wars Holiday Special now after this. But no, uh, that this was nothing like what the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special that we're going to watch is. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know. I, it seems like it must be easy to make a Lego movie because they pump out these Lego movies. No, like it's I think it's hard. Business. I think it's hard. And I also think that uh, I, I'm wondering, my, my biggest thought is, what, is episode nine canon after watching the Lego holiday special? Because I feel like that, right, you're, uh, you're way over my head at this yeah, point. I feel like it wasn't after watching the Lego I've, holiday special. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. And uh, the only Star Wars movie I'm ever going to see or, or Star Wars thing I'm ever going to see is the... Star Wars holiday special we're going to yeah, watch. It seemed like in, in, the Le- in the Lego universe, they just cut it off after episode eight. And then that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe because they started making it before Perhaps. episode nine. That is also, that's much um, more likely. Yeah. This had been uh, batted around for so long, and I finally remembered to put it to a poll as we started here today. Uh, the question, Rob, is should we do an episode called HGTV Shows Are Trash? Mm-hmm. Okay. We said we'd put it to a poll a month ago. I... I've Anytime watched I a lot of, of HGTV shows. I'm uh, I'm ready oh, to talk about it. Maybe you have a suggestion or two for a show. Uh, because... I watch Love It or List It. Yeah, that's one of the most popular ones. I think that's been suggested that that's one of the shows we should watch. Uh, our, uh, this is uh, an idea from John John Johnston. And 421 votes in the last hour. 69.1% of listeners think we should watch and do an episode nice. called HGTV Shows or Trash. Yeah. 
So there it is. I, I think that means put it on the wheel. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I can't believe it. That's all it took after all this time. <laughs> yes. Um, Brett, would yeah. you listen to the podcast if we did a show called uh, HGTV Shows Our Trash? Yeah, absolutely. I'll listen to anything that's being described as trash. Just go off on it. For well, that's our, oh. that's one of our things. We have, uh, like, anytime we're going to watch a few of something, we have MTV shows are trash. We have your tweets are trash. We got, uh, what else was trash? Mm. TLC shows. Uh, we TLC. Did trash. Yeah. You yeah. said Canadian, Canadian shows? shows. Yeah. Canadian yeah. shows. Yeah. We have, we have some, we have a whole our trash sort of subgenre. Mm-hmm. Um, have it done in a while. Yeah. Big, Rob, Rob, big Mazel Tov there to John John for getting his first Mazel idea. Tov, John John. Um, uh, this is an idea from Cam that just came in today. Cam, Cam, Robin Akiva, or Doctor Phil. Robin Akiva invite a, a guest that's a couple on the show to discuss their an issue or problem, and Robin Akiva give their highly. I feel like we have done like or, or tried to do so many yeah. different versions of this. A hundred percent. Also, Doctor Phil is kind of canceled. I feel like why he's, I like I like that we are yeah. Doctor Phil. Like he's canceled, but now we we're him. are the the Phil. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Jillian, why is Dr. Phil canceled? I I feel like one, he's in the line of Oprah uh certified people who end up being kind of like quacks, yeah. like yeah. fakes and phonies. She loves backing Wait, those. You, you didn't call Oprah a quack, did you? No, she no, 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 she she is, Oprah, you're saying Oprah's yeah. yes. Oprah, or, like Oprah Oprah's is like Bill Belichick, where that uh, all of her <laughs> yeah, disciples have uh, turned out to be huge yeah. flops. Yeah. And Dr. Phil yeah. is Matt Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. And and Dr. Phil is like, you know, his show has turned into kind of like Ma Ma Mari, Ma Maori. How do you say that? Maori? Maury. Maury. Um, Maury, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. the AU. It's hard for me. Um, but you know, he, I was I got my uh windshield replaced on Monday and I was waiting for my car, and there was an episode on of Dr. Phil of a it was like a catfish where a girl hadn't seen her dad in 12 years, but he was spending, you know, 25 K a year to talk to this gal from Germany who was supposed to come into a $10 million, uh, 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 $10 million, uh, uh, fortune. And it was, it was just very like gotcha, but with like, pop psychology thrown in there. And I, I think we're trying to get rid of the, the con men and the grifters in, in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Get rid a good of year it. for grifters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I do think those shows have gotten a little bit, uh, uh, you know, everyone, everyone's gotten a little bit more springerish in the, uh, in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but God bless Maury still doing his thing. Maury. I think Springer's not, right? I think Springer's done and Maury's still going. Um, I guess there'll always be paternity debates, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's timeless. There's a whole new crop. Over. Yes. Uh, um, Mel B wasn't on Maury, right? She didn't get, do the paternity test with Eddie Murphy on uh, Maury? Kind of. I mean, it was like, you are the father on the to- on the cover of every British tabloid. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. because it was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, Derek Rob has an idea. You know Derek. Yes. He says, uh, Derek's part uh, of my team. Derek's on the team. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to read his idea here. He says he wants to bring back the idea we had about Pokemon that we nixed recently, but he altered he it. He talked to me about this. Yeah. 
Okay. He says, what about Nintendo games are trash where you and Rob can learn about the world of Nintendo, kind of similar to the Harry Potter podcast. Mm -hmm. We're this very show today. Yeah. We do a quick overview of Nintendo, then focus on a few of the big game franchises, Mario, Animal Crossing. Okay. Well, here's my question for, Mm -hmm. for you and for, and for Derek. Do we not know about the world of Nintendo? Yeah, I think we know like, Nintendo. Uh, I, like, uh, if somebody's coming on, like, okay, well, there's a guy named Mario, and he's a plumber, mm-hmm. and he has a, or I'm sorry, we're, Mario. We're like, Wait, what? Yeah. And then he has a brother named Luigi, mm-hmm. and then they have a print. Like, uh, is they, the princess? I guess. What are we learning? Right. I think we know. If neither of us knew anything about Ma- Nintendo, it would be interesting. He says Donkey Kong, Kirby, Zelda. Is Kirby still a thing, Rob? The ghost? Is he a ghost yeah, or a do bubble? They... Do you know, Brett? Oh. He's like all of something. I don't know if he's a ghost. I don't think he's a ghost. Hmm. In my mind, he was a marshmallow, but I guess he would call Kirby the marshmallow. Hmm. I, I think I think that's cl- it's close to a marshmallow. I mean, I guess we could learn what Kirby is, but I don't. Is yeah. that uh, Jillian? Is that enough for a podcast? <laughs> no, you know, I think if you want this, I think Puya a few weeks ago did a po- did a tier list of um, Mario characters. Uh, mm. That was where I, was Kirby? On Tearless Tuesday, where was probably Kirby? bottom I don't, tier. I don't know that. I don't know that Kirby was on the list because I don't think he's from the Mario universe, like the game universe. He's I think he's the, like a yeah, super, world of Nintendo. He has his own thing. Oh, yes. he was doing Mario tears, not yeah. Hmm. So it was specifically Mario universe characters. Yeah. Um, and it was it was fun. Okay, just but. spitballing here. Should should the world of Nintendo be the next Brant Steel? That yeah, would you be could fun. Do one there. Yeah, it's an easy yeah. one to do one for sure. Mm, okay, but um, I don't think that's with me. Okay, the problem I, you know, is not, the balance. The problem is the gender balance. There's really only uh, like three. You feet. know what? It's a similar thing to the Star Wars. Yeah, you like, know what they've been doing, think- Jillian, is that you know we we have a Nintendo Switch, and I and I was playing Mario Party with my kids. There's like three different princesses now yes and they just have different yes. different hair same body blonde brunette and redhead yeah, yeah. what is what is this and, and, I, and I don't yeah. know the difference between any of them well listen to puya's uh tier list because they go into there's it daisy like, story there's yeah. i think there's a daphne which is yes, like phonetically what are you doing what are you getting uh... <laughs> mel b mel c you know? yeah. yeah you already had a daisy and then I think it's in, and then there's Peach. That's the other one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I'm open to doing something with Nintendo. I mean, we we use this sound effect in the show. So yeah, so I feel like uh, you know, I, I I like the idea, but I don't know. We don't need to learn about Nintendo. We already know about it. Right. And then are we playing games? Like I'm not sure how that works on a podcast. That's more of like a Twitch stream type thing. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Maybe Puya should play like old Mario games. Maybe he could, that would be a that would be a hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's pitch him on that. I think he likes it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Puya, have you thought okay. about playing uh, Nintendo NES on your Twitch stream? Maybe he hasn't. All right, this is from uh, uh, it, what, Rob. Were you always a Nintendo guy, or were you, did you go? Did you gravitate towards no, the Sega? I games? never had a Sega. Me neither. We were a Nintendo only family. I had Regular Nintendo. Nintendo Super, and then I got another one. I had two Nintendos. Oh, why? Because, what happened? You broke the first. No, one? it was just it got like so corroded because I used to like blow in the in the games. Like, <laughs> remember that spitting? Yeah. Like, like how are you blowing? They told us to do. Yeah, no, that was Jillian. Jillian, Jillian sorry that look. Maybe you uh, that uh, you know as a as a younger person, you only had like functioning 
game systems, but the <laughs> games would get like corroded and mm-hmm. stop working. And then you had yep. to like physically like blow in them like a, like a tuba. <laughs> I, I can confirm to it get, was the same for the Nintendo 64. We yeah, had to get them yeah. to work. Oh, yeah, exactly. But then the more, it was like you would get like a little bit to, of like, like a hit. It. Yeah, you, you had to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the and then that was what we were told. I I think what would happen is like I think that your saliva would like sort of like uh like uh help like the 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 con whatever the circuits were connect, yeah. but I'm then but then it was sort of like uh you know a sure it was like a short term fix, but it would like long term make the problem worse. Mm-hmm. And then you had to get like alcohol, like uh rubbing alcohol, and, like Q tips, and like scrub down the things to try to make them work. Akiva, is, uh, did you ever do that? Yeah, hundred percent. This is this is very relatable to. Uh, they had know, like a, they kids. sold like a thing that was like a blank cartridge that was like the the car wash that was the like, cleaner. Yeah, the cleaner, and you stick that in there with like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a, it was a wild time, the early nineties. Yeah, uh, we tried to get a Nintendo sixty four working at my mom's house. And then my brother had to come in with rubbing. And then my kids were like, uh, uh, Nona, uh, do you have any rubbing alcohol? Because we want to play Nintendo. It's a hot thing these days. I mean, it's flying off the shelves. Rubbing alcohol is like the highest. It's huge. But that's what we used it for uh, back back then. But um, yeah, so I had two Nintendo. One stopped working. And I got another one. And then I had Super Nintendo. Then we had a Nintendo 64. And then... No, then nothing. Then no, there were no game systems at my house for a very long yep. time. Uh, maybe my brother had like a PlayStation uh, as as uh, he got older, and then um, you know now my kids have a, a Switch. Yeah, same here. Except my kids don't have a Switch. Um, all right, one more idea for today, Rob. Okay, mm-hmm. this is from Andra or Andra. I think Andra. Andra. Um, Rob and Akiva play a game that's it's called it's similar to Name That Tune. Where they go back and forth claiming that they could name a certain number of things from a particular category in a finite amount of time. By the way, this idea is called Call My Bluff. Yeah. Robin Akiba. Um, so here, here's an example, okay? Yeah. If, if somebody said, how many astrological signs can, we, can you name in 15 seconds? So you'd say, all right, I could do eight. And then I say nine. And mm. you're like, all right, name it. Name those signs. Yeah. I like uh, it. I like this. It's a, I will say. It is a good idea. It's a little similar to last week. Not um, necessarily. I, I don't think yeah. so at all. But I, I do like this. Would, sh- is this a two-person game? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, is, could, right? it could be me and you and a host. Right. Well, it'd have to be, I think, be a host. Yeah. yeah. I, I do like this. Um, I would say, uh, Andra, or, or if you're not interested, I'll get someone else. If get, let's get, you know, 100 ideas out there. And then, yeah. then we could put it on the wheel. I think it's a good idea. I like this. Jillian, think, would this mm-hmm. be a good episode? Yeah, actually, I've, I'm doing a rewatch of The Challenge right now for like the 40th time. And what? I just watched you, an you episode. You watched The Challenge 40 times? <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm a pop culture freak. Can I, Jillian, can I recommend um, uh, a Challenge podcast by, uh, from Brian, Brian Cohen and I forget her name? <laughs> I am also an Ali Lasher stand, so uh, we, yes, I was. Yeah. Anyway, there. I was watching an episode uh, from a season called The Duel, and uh, they had a challenge like this for The Duel, where uh, you had to say, "Oh, I bet I can, I can lift 
a hundred pounds and then mm-hmm. 125 yeah. pounds, hundred. And then you, then you ask the other person. And I was laughing because the, the guy who was, had to do the lifting was this this guy that had, uh, that is much beloved in the challenge world. Yeah. Uh, easy E. And he is like, he was like this huge guy. And they said, they bet him that he would only be able to lift like 120 pounds. And he picked it up like it was a yeah. pick. It was <laughs> Should we try one now? Should, Brett, can you come up with a yeah, category Brett, yeah. to, the, to challenge uh, Akiva and myself? Like how many of what can we name? How many? How many? Mario princesses. Nine? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I would say because I just I just watched uh, an HBO Max reunion. But how many um, sitcoms or TV series you can name that have done a reunion special, like later later? Well, that's very specific. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to go with how many because you watch HBO. How many HBO shows you can name? Mm-hmm. You can do that. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Akiva. How many H? How many HBO? Uh, you want to say a- HBO comedies? The oh, that's hour, good. Okay. How about HBO okay. half hour shows. HBO half hour shows. So Succession is an hour, even though it's like sort of it's scripted comedy shows. Let's take like the okay. you know uh, John Oliver out of there. Okay. Okay. Scripted um, thirty minute could, shows on HBO. Okay, I could probably name. Let's say I'll start at five. Five. Mm-hmm. I can name six. I'll go seven. Hmm. Name seven. Okay, curb your enthusiasm. Orless. Um, hung. Uh, was that an hour? Yeah, that I think that's hour. an hour. I think that one's I an think, hour. Isn't it comedy? It, uh, that uh, were you a big hung fan, Rob? I am not. I was not a big <laughs> hung fan, but I do believe it was an hour <laughs> show. Oh no! Can we check? Yes. <laughs> Hung HBO. Uh, let's see TV series. I don't know if we get episode run times. Uh, uh, maybe it might be. You know what? It might be twenty eight minutes. I'll give it to you until I'm proven otherwise. All right, Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals, Ballers. Oh, this is the tough one though. Can I get to seven? I like this idea though, Rob. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I just, I don't know if I can get to seven. Um. Like what would be on? Air? Oh, Veep, Veep. There. Yeah, we go. Okay. I was like, it might have already yeah. been yeah. on air tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven was a relatively no, low number. Uh, although I almost got knocked out on hung there. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you're 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 sure of it, and then mm-hmm. when you get to that last number, there's so much pressure that it then kind yeah. of leaves. Also, your I think brain. a lot of the listeners. Did you say Sex in the City? I thought yeah. it was an hour. I thought Sex and the City was no, an hour. Sex and the City is an hour. It feels that way. So. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's the one I think people are, are yelling at the screen. No, okay. because I, I, I was the first show I thought of, uh, and then I said, oh, it might be an hour, so I'm not going to say it unless I have to. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fun. All right. We're yeah. ready to talk about what's on the wheel. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, on the wheel. Uh, I, I, Wait, I, hold on. Did that one get... Go up. I think, I, I think we need a week. Yeah. We need a week for someone to put it together, and then it'll go up uh, in a week or Sorry, two. Sorry, I'm the I'm the I'm the listener being like, wait, are you, the, are you, yes. Jillian, are you the keeper no. of the wheel? Yeah. I like it. No, no, it's just sometimes you guys don't have like conclusions to it's you true. know you just move yeah. on. So. That's usually my bad. That's usually my bad. <laughs> yeah, things fall into the ether. Okay, but, uh, I'm trying to work on it. All right. Uh, anything interesting from the subreddit this week? 
No, they're very hi- they're very hyped for the Mike and uh, and Puya race. They're very excited about okay. that. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about what is currently on the wheel. Uh, season three, episode seven. Uh, here, check Brett. Check this out. We've got a fishbowl filled with ideas of season three, episode sevens that we're going to watch. Okay, I noticed that in the episode list. Yes. Yeah. Well, Although, Rob, if you noticed, it is not. I believe the last season three, episode seven was Thirty Rock with Melissa. Well, it used to get bigger every single time. We've taken that mechanism yeah. away. Okay, uh, fourteen show episodes off. without S three seven. Longest uh, probably run in the history of uh, Renap. It is yes. Okay, uh, the coin flip, crappy movie mm-hmm. diaper, the mm-hmm. Mount uh, uh, Mount is Mount Rushmore back. No, that could no. be right. I think I'm looking at the wrong one. Okay, let's let me let me see. Let me see if I'm in the. In it the would wrong be funny now. if we just did a redo of like old ideas. Yeah, okay. recasting. Yes, okay, <laughs> recast Ice World. Yes, okay. Uh, so my my bad there. Let's see what's going on here. Okay, log in. Logged in with the wrong account to the wheel okay Brett, do you have any recasting of spice world while we wait here is there anyone is the one stands out that would be a dynamite pick yeah rudy yeah. giuliani <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, die spice yeah uh, yeah hair dye spice hair color spice yeah okay uh so let me just bring that up sorry sorry about that everybody a little bit of a, of a false alarm hopefully we will uh, get everything back up and running. All right, season three, episode seven, coin flip, the crappy movie diaper, people's choice, uh, the price is right, Robin Keep it have a PR firm, choose your own Renap venture, Shark Week, spinoffs are trash, uh, Robin Kiva invent a game show, Renap X, which is our TED Talk that we're going to have put together. Do we, do we have speakers ready to go for Renap yes. X? Okay. Yeah, um, we, we, uh, we've narrowed it down. Yes, Kelly and I have worked on it already. Yes. Okay. The sequel mechanism, Match Game and Sagittarius Season. What was the one that we put on the wheel tonight? What did we greenlight? HGTV shows are trash okay. for next week. All right. For next time. Uh, HGTV. Not eligible for next week's episode. Okay. Let's save our settings. Launch the wheel. What will episode 109 be? All right. Here we and go. Rob, Thanksgiving I, weekend. I will, yes. Yeah. I will remind you yes. that uh, we have not, either of us, neither of us have used our veto yet. It is very late in the year. Yes. We're probably going to wheel jam the Star Wars ideas. There's a finite, there's probably about is, five episodes left. Is Star Wars uh, holiday special eligible for next week's I, episode? I think it should be. I think on next week, it should go on the wheel. I think I think okay. it's too much Christmas creep to have something recording on Thanksgiving that's Christmas. Okay. You could, argue, you could argue, but that's how I feel. I mean, I think it is the unofficial kickoff to the holiday season by next okay. week's episode, but um, we, we can go ahead and uh, get some wheel jam happening next time out okay all right here we go episode 109 what will it be i have it's not impossible i use my veto now let's hear i don't think you're gonna use your veto oh no because it is the people's choice okay boy i feel the people's choice has come up a lot in 2020 yes 2019 i don't think it ever came up Mm -hmm. so now we have to brett we have to what we have to do is we have to spin the wheel three times and then we make a twitter poll okay all right right. the The listeners will vote all right. But Brett, Brett, you can endorse an idea if you want. We, yes. you're, you know, Jillian Robin can too. can't be biased. So, so can Jillian. Yes. But we, you know, we are, we are, you know, 
non we're impartial people here all right here is that we've heard just now well hold on. we're gonna spin three times and then these are what the options will be okay okay mm-hmm. all right choice number one is going Hopefully to be we have no constitutional crisis this week rob choose your own <laughs> renap venture okay with mike and liana okay all right that's behind door number one if you saw mm-hmm. if you wa- choose that door go and click number one to see what happens okay then option number two will be this is very exciting for the listeners mm-hmm. <laughs> choose your own renap venture no Akiva. you gotta spin again uh, no no you gotta spin again hold on spin again. Uh, well why not i i no, think that should no, be no, choice no, no. one and choice two no, absolutely not that's absurd absolutely not well jillian no, hold we on said, hold this on this is wait, wait hold on we are in uncharted waters I'll call aisha right now call her <laughs> call her I'll, I'll I call her. I, you call her. Call I her have my call. preference, but I don't want to speak on these matters and get dragged by you the, won't get dragged. By the Reddit. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. Let me text <laughs> uh, by Aisha. Aisha. Okay. Uh, call let me call. She answers. She answers on the first ring usually. You could call her. Okay. Let me see. Uh, Aisha is our ombuds person, Brett. She answers all these questions for us. Yes. Very good. Okay. When we don't know the ruling, she right. knows the rule. If we, we have a thing on the wheel, which is uh, three choices. And we spin the wheel three times, but two of the choices end up being the same thing. Should we throw out one of those choices? I mean, it's rough because it's going to a poll, and so it, it, are they splitting the vote in that case? Yeah, that's a good question. They could split the vote. It's Don't you want to the see what option. happens? Where's the idol? Does, uh, yeah. does somebody <laughs> come forward and then say, hey... For everybody, get on board with choice one or choice it's true. two. You, it's true. It's true. You really have to. You have to pin your votes on one of the two options. There. Hmm. I think Rob. Rob I, you are always team chaos in these situations. Yes. What are we? Aisha's going to laugh at you. Aisha's going to laugh at you. Why? I, I texted, I texted no her. I texted her. Are you it's, around? You are. Is the concept fully formed, or is there a way that there could be two variations of that? Of oh, that? that's a good question. It is fully formed, but that is a good question. Hmm. But what if, like, choose your own adventure is like one way is like the good version, and one way is like the evil version? Yeah, we can choose our own. Choose our own adventure. Well, what about? Hmm. Yeah, is it? Would it be too much controversy if it was like a uh, choose your own Renap venture? Mike's ideas or choose your own adventures, Liana's <laughs> ideas. Liana's idea. Well, yeah, that would be. Yeah, it wouldn't be nice. Then, then well, but it's not, it's not necessarily like it's not necessarily who I like better. It's like who would I think was going to have crazier ideas? Yeah, who just has better ideas? Yeah, that's not who who I like better. Yeah, maybe somebody's I mean, like, the oh, B&B, Mike is. They both. <laughs> They're mm. both on the level of crazy ideas, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think... So in the meantime, let's spin the wheel of third idea. And then what I think what we do is we spin a fourth idea. At, we spin a fourth idea. And if Aisha says the first that it's fine to have two of Renadventure, then those stay on. But if Aisha nixes it after the show, the, you know, the, the, the fourth idea gets to go okay. on. How about that? All right. Spin number three. Yeah. If it's Renat Venture again, then it's the gods. Season of... three, episode seven. I'm going to go All to right. the fishbowl here. Here we go. <laughs> Season three, episode seven has never won a poll. Yeah, well, it might up against uh, yeah, choose true. your own Renat Venture against itself. True. It might just be like 35% of the three way. And also, here. people might say, hey, it's been 14 episodes since we had a season three, episode true. seven. It's and okay. the are all submitted by listeners or yes. how, what? Yes, okay. these were all submitted all by right. listeners. So I have, I, the, I have the ping pong ball in my hand. Okay. All mm-hmm. right, let's see what it's going to be. Gilmore Girl. That's a very good guess. That is one of the options. That is one of the options, but it is the Muppet Show. Oh, 
season. Can I just say, Brett? I don't know how you knew that, but that would have been wild if it was Gilmore Girls because there's really like ten options, and that's one of them. I would have been floored. Now, by the way, if that was Gilmore Girls, you're a witch. And hmm. I would you're a witch. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now what's now, show. Now another variety show? We need another- a backup option. <laughs> All right. Then should there be a back a backup option or four choices? I think a four. Uh, fine. Four choices. <laughs> Hmm. It, it, well, let's no. let's make a quick choice and then we'll leave it up to Aisha. We need All a right. backup. All right. Then pending, I so if you see if you see the poll, and yeah. there are two, choose your own Renap ventures. That means yeah, Aisha you, decided you, with you. You you see that how Aisha decided. If you see these three different choices, mm-hmm. then you will know what has happened. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is uh, now for choice potentially number three supplemental. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Season three, episode seven again. All right. Now, I yeah, I think you might be right. It does have two spots. Oh, also. it was so close for season three, episode seven again. But it's H, it's HGTV shows are trash, which not is not eligible. eligible. Wow. They got to spin eligible one more time for this week. Oh, fifth so spin, many spins. Maybe. Fifth spin. <laughs> this is never not chaos. So close. I like it. Okay. Okay. All right, Akiva. Yeah. This is going to complicate things. No, 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 oh, no, no. If it's the third one, it's people's choice again. No! <laughs> so now do we spin three more times? What do we? I forget what we did in the past. I don't know. I have a headache. Um, I love all right, let's podcast. Let's get all right. Let's gather our thoughts here. Let's gather okay. our thoughts. Could it be what, a write-in? Did we do this previously? What was the outcome in the past? Yes, the outcome was if you vote for People's Choice, we do uh, an emergency spin during the week. I think. Hmm. Isn't that what we said? Am I crazy? Did we do an emergency spin? We need, about, uh, in the sake of can not you call having Aisha. The, uh, can you call uh, Aisha? All right. Okay. All right. We need this is an emergency. I don't oh. know if she's going to pick up. All right. Let's is, see. All right. Let's see. Voice call. Let's see. She might be. Maybe she's driving. She couldn't answer. Aisha will pull over sideways on a highway to answer. She says she doesn't mind when we call her, but no. This might go to Saturday. Yeah, yeah. She might like be. Who, who knows? Wants to be a millionaire. I'm watching a movie. Have they? Did they ever not answer on Millionaire? Was there ever a Millionaire episode where they called? Uh, Aisha, the Aisha, are you, are that, it's Rob. Is this an okay time to talk? Yes, I'm sorry. Hold on, I'm chewing pizza. Hold on. Okay, well, hold on. All right, don't choke. <laughs> don't choke. But we have a podcast emergency. Okay, uh, maybe a double emergency. A double, a double emergency. Sorry. Okay, Aisha. We had a we had a people's choice come up on the wheel, okay? Uh-oh. All right. And then choice 1 and choice 2 came up the same thing. Uh-oh. Do is do, do we then put the same thing twice in the poll or do we j- spin for two new things? Spin for two new things. Okay, well, okay, well, that hold on. We got bad news Don't for you. Don't pick up Aisha. the pizza just yet. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm thinking. Then, so, then, okay. okay. Uh, then, so then we did spin for a fourth thing, okay? And the and okay. the and the fourth thing that came up, if we only have one of the choose your own Renap venture, then it was a season three episode seven of the Muppet Show, and then People's <laughs> Choice came up again. Oh boy. So what happens? <laughs> oh, so by your logic, though, that it should the people's choice be nullified if the, if choose your own Renap venture can't come up twice? How could people's <sighs> choice come up within a people's choice? Yeah, it should have been able to come up 
in the first place. So we already people's choice, the people's choice ones. This happened already, didn't it? Did this happen already? People's choice. People's choice doesn't have a people's choice inside of it. It's just the people's choice. But hmm. th- now I think she's ruling differently than she ruled the, like six Aisha, months ago. Akiva thinks that you're changing the rules. Uh oh, I don't think so. Should we do a people's choice of the people's choice and do a poll of what the three <laughs> options should be for this final oh people's God. choice, and then that wins and then gets into the 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 bracket? It's almost guaranteed to win at that point. I'm not sure. Hmm. I yeah. think People's Choice will win if it's in the poll. So, okay. So I'll be honest. First thing, yes. Hold on. Uh, people's Choice. Aisha's ruling here. And then People's Choice came up again. Yes, as the third option there, if we don't count Choose Your Own Renap Venture twice. Hmm. Why, why was it that the Choose Your Renap Venture came up twice? It was. It came up in the people's choice, so it came up as the first option, and it came up as the second option in the people's choice. But how? Okay, I'm with you there. How did the people's choice come up as an option? So then, so so we said, okay, well then, if we're not, if we're only going to count, choose your own nap venture once, then we need two more things for the people's choice, which was then season three, episode seven of the Muppet Show, and then another people's choice came up as the third option. I think you should just spin again. Okay. Okay. So this did come up in May, right? Uh, Here's yeah, the only thing. Yes. Okay. Well, well here, Akiva, Akiva, I, I, you can't hear Akiva. So he's saying no, that this came, this came up before in May. And, and, and Akiva, what are you saying happened? I believe we put people's choice on the wheel. It won. And then we did another people's choice a day later. I'm pretty sure. He's saying that we did another people's choice and it came up and it won. And then, and then we, and then we spun the wheel again. Yes. No, off we didn't line? spin the wheel. Well, no, we we sp- I th- I think we spun Hold it on, offline. Okay, uh, Aisha's going to go to her. She's going to her notes. Hold on. Uh, can I tell you what happened last time? A listener sent me the whole the whole breakdown. Already? Last time. Last time. Last in May. time. Okay. The People's Choice came up first. People's Choice so came up at, first. Then crappy movie diaper. Then crappy movie then diaper. It's going to be eight spins. Yes. The sequel mechanism came up. Yes. By the way, that was that on the wheel today? Yes. Okay. Then Game Night 2 came up. Yes. Double shot, <laughs> escape pod, crappy movie diaper. Yes. On the seventh, because we kept on having things knocked out. On the seventh spin, it was People's Choice. And then the eighth spin was season three, episode seven. And okay. it ended up being Family Matters. There was eight spins on, in May, on May 24th. Okay. All right. So what are you saying we should do, Akiva? I think a People's Choice is on the wheel. I think that's what, that was what Aisha determined last time. Aisha. Akiva saying that a people's choice should be on the wheel now, or it should be one of the poll options. What should be one of the third poll option, I think. Um, what episode was he looking at? What episode was that? Yeah. It was uh, recorded May 24th, Aisha. I don't know. <laughs> How about this? Here's what I think we should do. We should let Aisha go, because she's going to have to figure this out offline. Let her eat her pizza. She could figure it out later. We're going to do... We could finish the episode and do like a, like a wham, bam, bam, uh, uh, three spins... It could be even be offline, and then we'll decide afterwards. Like as an emergency for the people's choice, we'll decide afterwards what we have to do. Okay, Keith is saying that we'll just figure it out offline. I do think he's right that we've talked about it before. He was saying May. Yeah, I don't yeah. save the episodes by date. I save them by the numbers. So yeah, 
and scrolling. It was the Eddie. I, I used to it was the Eddie episode. It was the Eddie yeah. episode. No, it was Eddie. Eddie. So I will find it. He says it was an Eddie episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, does he want me to DM him in a second? Yeah, yes. we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay, talk. she's we'll gonna later. DM you. Okay. Okay. All right, you can yeah, hear her. So I need way, to say. You don't have to wait for me to scroll. Okay. Over. All right, Aisha. What kind of pizza do you have? That's a good um, question. So we went to Pizza Hut because I just don't mm-hmm. have the energy to cook anymore. Yeah. And we got a pepperoni pizza. Um, Daya only likes cheese as of today. So her half has cheese. Only. As of today? Uh, so was she changed things up? <laughs> Kids are um, fickle. She decided pepperoni is too hot. Too hot. Okay. So she would not eat it. Okay. I've never had pepperoni. Yeah. Can you tell it to Aisha? Yeah. Keith has never had pepperoni. <laughs> Not kosher. He's not missing anything. Oh, okay. So you sounds like you don't miss it. <laughs> but you just yeah. ordered it. Yeah. It's good, but there are other things that are also good that he could eat instead. Yeah. Okay. All right, Aisha, thank you so much for uh, picking up our call, okay? Of course. Well, I, I heard the phone ring and I saw it was LA and I said, oh no. Oh no! Yes, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was a sales call again. No, no. Okay, it was worse. Yeah, Aisha, thank you so much. Aisha, do you have a favorite Spice Girl? Um, let's go with Scary Spice. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. She's number two in my power rankings. Okay. Yeah. All right. I might also. Aisha, thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Aisha. Oh my god, that was so tense. Yeah, that was Boy. very tense. That's this podcast, Brad. It's not, it oh, seems god. like what it's a all roller fun, coaster. But- yeah, I'm all right. Profusely now. Yes. Yeah. Brett, Brett didn't care about the show uh, 10 minutes ago. He won't care about it in 10 minutes, but oh. that, that, that call was wild. So, what right, you, here's what, what I think we yeah. need to do. Or maybe he's spin three life. more times? No, I think we need to spin one more time now in case people's choice is not an option, in case Aisha rules differently. And then we have to spin three more times in case it is an option. But we can do that <laughs> after the podcast. Does that make sense, well, Rob? Why would we do it after the podcast? Well, we could do it now, but I just wonder if it will influence the voters, if they know what their people's choice thing. But we had this conversation. We're just old and don't remember okay. how, what the so, outcome all right. was. So this, is a, so this is a, a ancillary spin. If Aisha yes. says the people's choice does not count. Which I don't think she'll say because she ruled the first okay. time that it does. This count. is what will be the third option. Yes. She's your adventure. Sagittarius season. Okay, fine. Yeah! But I don't think it's going <laughs> to come up. Really. I don't think it's going to come up. And big, uh, yeah. big, I know, but... Okay. Big, Jenny Stan right here. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. And now you want to do the backup. The sure. Three okay. All right. Choices. So now if there's, However, the, if there's yes. a play in a play in poll to get to the third yeah. spot on the wheel to ultimately mm-hmm. probably will be choose your own Renap venture and season three, episode seven of the Muppet show. So that, I mean, this is like the real, the real poll. This is, you mean, because that's the people's choice is going to beat those. You think, I think whatever wins the, whatever comes out of people's choice is going to come on. This is like when, you know, it's like a, like a, a stacked Western conference and then like a, like yes. a weak Eastern conference. Ooh, look at this. Look at Mr. NBA fan with a yeah. good reference. I don't know. I, I feel like people are going to really go for the choose your own. I know, but it's like, well, like we always say, it's like the family guy, but quote. this is, the, be, you, you know, know, this has already been cho- like, uh, it's going to come yeah. in with a lot of momentum. All right. All right. Here yeah. we go. Choice A could be a boat and choice B could be anything. Could even be a boat. So, <laughs> want the... Okay. All right. Rob Nikita yeah. have a PR firm. All right. Okay. All right. Choice one. All right. All right. And Amanda Rabinowitz's idea. Is she on that podcast? I don't think so. Okay. It's HGTV uh, shows are trash. Uh, ineligible. Keep ineligible. going. Keep going. 
This is going to be a 15 spin wheel. Yeah, but this is the most spins that I've been on a single. This is the record. Season Brent, three, episode witness, seven. Another season. Now, okay, history. here's my question for you. I know. If it's, yeah. <laughs> do I put the Muppet Show ball back in the fishbowl for this? <laughs> I, think, I think you do. I think you do. Okay. I think you do. All right. So, second time in this girls, episode. Then Brad is still a witch again. Okay. This is Groundhog Day. This, yeah. this, this. Yeah. Now imagine doing this five times in a row. Well, the I mean, worst case scenario is imagine People's Choice comes up again for uh, on this. I don't even. If People's Choice gets comes up again, I'm just xing out of the stream yard. I'm, <laughs> okay. I don't know what to do. All right. I don't know what to do. Season three, episode seven is going to be Desperate Housewives. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. All right. That's exciting. All right. Then. The third spin. So, Robin, if you have a PR firm, season three, episode seven of Desperate Housewives. Right now, I, yes. I don't feel like that we have a runaway that would necessarily be uh, the prohibitive favorite yeah. to not. I don't out. think the Muppet Show has a chance, to be fair to. People like the Muppets. To... You're, I think you're a little hard on the Muppets. Okay. I am okay. hard on the Muppets. Recast the Muppets. Recast the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, we can recast, yeah. we can recast the Muppets. The Muppets. Yes. Which Muppet okay. would be Rudy Giuliani? Okay. <laughs> All right. Then, then finally. One of the old guys in the. Yes. Statler. Statler and Waldorf. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Third one okay. here. Please don't be people's choice, Rob. Beg right. It. I'm begging. Right. He's going to give a press conference at the Waldorf the Puppet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then here is our final option for the fan favorite poll. Please don't be people's choice. Or an adventure. It would be funny. Well, Akiva, it's choose your own Renat Venture. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So, but hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. If it wins the poll, isn't it the same thing (laughs) that happened before? Where it's one of the three choices. Yeah, but, but this is in, in the, the world poll. where people's choice is allowed at, at, at more than once, right? This is a world where people's choice is allowed. So then, so hypothetically, the three mm-hmm. poll options are going to be choose your own Renap Venture, season mm-hmm. three, episode seven of the Muppets, and people's choice, choose your own Renap Venture. No, because with this poll, this the, the first poll is going first and the second poll is going second. It's going to be a day apart. You follow, but if it wins, if it wins, there's going to be two <laughs> options in the in the in the poll of choose no, your own no. Renat Venture, which we already said it's, you can't do. It's one option in the poll. It's one option in the poll until right, so it wins. Again. So knockout, fine. Knockout, <laughs> knock, knock, knock out Renat Venture and spin one more time. Fine. Okay. Spin again. Well, I don't care. Let it let it win. Let it no, win. I think you should spin again. <laughs> well, if it's going to win, it'll win the first time. Do you know what I mean? If it was meant to be, it'll meant to be. It'll be meant to be something. Rob Nikiva PR firm. Yeah. <laughs> Already wow. in the poll. Well, we're running out of ideas. We've used like 17 spins. There are a very <laughs> fine number of ideas. Okay, maybe the Nintendo characters doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. One of my crappy ideas. Rob Nikiva the PR firm. <laughs> oh, just keep going. The, the wheels there, trolling that, us it's, at this point. I think somebody is like a witch that did a spell on us that is making this episode curse. There are a lot of options. We could get a crappy movie diaper. We could get another season three of seven. There are Shark options week. available. There we go. Okay, fine. Perfect. Oh, is that watch uh, Shark Tank Se- and we yeah, season three um, episode seven of Shark Tank followed by a mailbag where people call in and pitch their ideas Shark Tank style oh okay. my god I'm exhausted alright I need yeah. a listener to tweet at us or reddit it and explain what happened so I know what the <laughs> call because that was very complicated I can tell you I can tell you so the, the, okay. the, the first poll number one of the week yeah. is going to be 
Um, is it uh, what was the what the first thing that came? Robin, Robin, yeah, Robin, no, Robin and Keith have a PR firm. That's poll no, number one. That was the no. What do you mean the no? second poll? What do you mean no? Oh, oh, you're saying that if that if like I, I feel like it should be that that should be decided as the as the three poll options. And then that goes into the oh, poll. Oh, so you thought, but that's not what we did last time. I okay. think it's uh, last time we I, did. I thought this was a play-in game to get no, to the, the third poll spot. It's okay. the opposite. It's, it's, it's okay. the opposite. Okay, I, I guess you could do it either way. All right. Yeah, that's why I was so confused. Now do you understand why I was so confused what you were saying about the yes. adventure? Yes. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But now, but, he, but what I'm saying makes sense now, right? Uh, I hear you. I hear it. I'm not saying it's a rule, but it makes it makes sense yeah, why I would. I, 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 I think it makes a little bit more sense to have it be the play-in game before it. Like, I, you, I like, understand what you're saying, like, like but the, pl- the play-in team, like like the like the two teams vying for the 16 seed, like uh, mm-hmm. they play ahead of time before the tournament starts. But uh, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. Aisha's gonna have to listen to this whole thing and rule. <laughs> Which makes more sense, the Spice Girls, pl- wor- the Spice World plot, or mm. or this mailbag spin? I don't there know. There were a few flashbacks here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and start to wrap this up. Okay. We don't mm-hmm. know necessarily what we're doing yet this week. Tune we have, in and we find have out. Six ideas. Thanksgiving. Six we've, we've laid out a Thanksgiving <laughs> feast for yes, our listeners. True. All right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Brett, are you sorry you said yes to coming on this podcast yet? <laughs> Was mean, this I'm, a mistake? I'm, I'm honored to be a part of history. For, Thank you, for, Brett. For okay. <laughs> of course. Brett, give out that Twitter handle one more time. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter handle is muchbretta, and that's M-U-C-H-B-R-E-T-T-A-H. And I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you so much. Is, is that a, a reference to something? It is. It's a... It's a uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, UK pun where uh, this uh, uh, drag queen bag of chips, uh, her line was much better, which sounded uh, in her accent was much better. And so I just mm-hmm. added the R to make it Brett. Okay. Uh, some, people, some, some people get it, some people don't. All right. We have drag names, Brett. I don't know if you know that. We have I, I, like, I, like I like to hear them. Mm, okay. Rob, what's your name? Um, mine is uh, uh, Becky Belding. Becky Belding. And Akiva okay. is uh, Gene Hackwoman. Gene Hackwoman. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, mine is Emmy Noms. Emmy Noms. Oh, good. Nice. That's nice. Thank okay. You. And then, Jillian, what a, mm-hmm. what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> it's been excellent. It's like all... I. It's all I could ever have hoped for, honestly, as a as a A one day one fan. So I am just so happy and honored to to have experienced this with mm-hmm. you all. All right, well, Jillian, this was so much fun. And again, uh, that that let me see if I can remember because I, I think it's burned in my brain. Uh, you can follow Jillian <laughs> on Twitter. She's at xoxo Jill Z I A N. Yes. Jillian with a Z in the middle of it. Is your last mm-hmm. name start with a Z? No, my last name is Reese. Uh, mm. But uh, my friends called me Jill Zian. And um, when I made my social media handles was in the, the height of Gossip Girl craze. Mm-hmm. And so the XOXO, XOXO Jill was Zian. the... Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. All right. Akiva, you got a lot going on. Three and a half plus podcasts yeah a uh, great app we had uh, we had very fun we had Haley strong on ngog Ooh. this week 
Um, and on 32 Fans, uh, regular football show on the regular feed, but we did on the Patreon feed, maybe the least important episode in the history of yes. podcasts, but people really liked it. We drafted the 26 letters of the alphabet, Chester and I. Yes, I, I saw <laughs> uh, some, I I, I saw some uh, rave reviews on uh, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like that. So, uh, yeah, we put, you know, put the better content on, on Patreon. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Julie, what letter would you take number one if you were drafting the letters of the alphabet? Z, right? Hmm. Yeah, Z would be a fun one. Uh, I like words like zesty. Yeah. Is it like Wheel uh, of Fortune? Am I like trying to pick like uh, like R S T N L E? It's whatever sort of uh, you're picking the letters based on whatever you think. It's there's no real metric. Chester picked Z way earlier than I would have thought. What would be what would be your first pick, Rob? If you had the first choice in a 26 letter alphabet draft. Do vowels cost more? No, no, no. You, no, it's a regular snake draft. You could pick any uh, letter at any time. Boy, if I could go with any letter, um, I'll go with A. Yeah, that. Yeah, spoiler: A is the first pick, and I think Chester would have picked A first, also, if he had it. Yeah, I think so. Brett, you have a uh, strong take on this. B is good with me. B, I like B. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe everyone just picks the letter that it's that their name starts with. Yeah, I, not me. <laughs> There you go. All right. So Akiva, uh, great job. Follow Akiva on Twitter. He's at Keeve26. You can slide into his Instagram DMs if you have ideas that you want to send him also. (laughs) Feel free. Yeah. Uh, Although I'm not at Keeve26 on Instagram. I think it's Akiva Wienicker. Okay. I I don't think I could land that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right of course uh thank you so much to everybody who's uh been uh, listening to the podcast love to hear your feedback uh looking forward to figuring out what we're going to talk about next week have a great thanksgiving everybody take care bye i think we really need a podcast but i need your help can we finally seal the deal i think we do we need a podcast that's not enough we have nothing if we don't at least have a small idea for this weekend let's just pretend that we know what will be coming up next rob Rob and and akiva need a podcast I got one more podcast to do. I bet Mira's happy that I get to do two. I got one more podcast to do. And I'm just happy that I get to do it with you. Listen, Akiva, I'm sorry I peeped ya, but you know it's all in good fun. I never expected we'd all be objective. Now this new podcast has begun. Dude, are you a moron? You think that I'd move on? Leaving was never my plan. You act like an ass hat, but of course I'll come back. Fans. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, and they need your help in 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.